Warning, the Bonsai Beat contains explicit language and may not be suitable for all listeners or fans of Neo Genesis Evigallion. Several anime companies have gone bankrupt. 1,337 anime fans have been sued. All the while, the Bonsai Beat has been there to deliver you the latest in news, show reviews, and discussions from both the experienced and novice anime fans' point of view. And now, broadcasting from a deserted island so Funimation's lawyers can't find them, here are your hosts, Jellicoon and Zach. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Bonsai Beat. My name is Jellicoon, along with Zach. Hello everyone. And we've got a treat today. We've got a bonus episode I guess you could call it something different. <laughs> it made me excited. I'm like, I didn't know this was a bonus. But well, I'm still going to put it in canonical order, Goats. Why it, the hell it's, not? It's bonus and content, but man, I want a number towards 300, so you better include it. Uh, in yes, it will be. Okay, good. 279. The longest thing oh, I've ever done. Oh, we're so close. Life. I know, we're We just there. have to do 21 more. Well, it'll be like 2023, so it's all good. At the rate we're going, we do like five a year. We're going to step I just, it up a little. not even sure I'll be alive then. I know, same. <laughs> Life is uncertain lately. I don't, 2023, who knows what the hell's going on. I know. Today we bring you an episode on anime music. What is our favorite anime music that we enjoy listening to? But first off, before we get into that, have you really paid attention to the anime music? Like, was there like a first song where you were like, oh man, that's a banger. First song to weeb out to? Yeah, sure. I mean, uh, this is the interesting part of the episode rather than favorites to me. Because yeah. it's like, it's not something we would talk about ever. And it's not something most people think about. But I've definitely just even watched shows based on the opening I saw. And really? I don't even know how I'd come across these. Maybe when I was a younger weeb, I would just look it up on YouTube. But it's not like I've ever been interested enough in anime music to seek it out specifically over other music. Same. Um, some of it, like we talked about, the trance and like happy hardcore, it like bleeds over into other genres. Actually, I'll I'll, I'll 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 kind of fess up here. I am wrong on that. When I got into anime, I like jumped headfirst and was like everything I've like downloaded and listened to was like an opening theme or something for like a good year. But okay. I also like walked a lot and like took the bus and like had a lot of free time on my hands that I don't have today. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's why too. But I used to that's have like your... my iPod full of just music, anime music. That's what I was going to say is it depends on your medium of music listening. Because historically, I've always grown up with like a streaming service. I mean, I'm pretty old. They were before then, but yeah, this was yeah. A, this was like you know, like high school on. It's like I'm using Pandora or Spotify, and both don't really cater to anime music. So like, I was always seeking out other things. But if you had an iPod and you were downloading stuff, yeah, this you had is a like a little the, more control. Yeah, this is like the what dot CD oink, like days of you know torrents and. You know, just, right by the I, time I owned a device of my own to play music, it was like very much the internet age. I could stream it, okay? Yeah, I'm before that, but uh, one site I do gotta say is 
uh, Gendo's music, anime music. You can just type Gendo, G-E-N-D-O-U, into, anim- into Google, and it's like the first thing that pops up. And it's no longer updated, unfortunately, but it used to be... It, it's, it's still there. Like You can still download stuff. You have to sign up for an account, but... Mm. You could pretty much download like anything from like probably 2015 back of opening songs, uh, just the soundtracks essentially, but they're all individual tracks. And you can literally just Google like inside. He's got a search. He's got a search engine on the page. You can just type in, you know, the name or the artist or the show, and it's like blop. There's everything. And that's how I got a lot of my anime music because it was really high quality. So it was usually ripped from CD. And, yeah. And, then, and don't get me wrong. Like, I want to make this clear. Like, if you like the music, go buy it. I mean, it, don't get me wrong. Like, now it's easier because you got Spotify. And some of the songs I'm going to talk about today, I found a couple on Spotify. And I made a playlist called Anime Bangers. Mm, <laughs> and I didn't even my, look. It's on my, it's on my uh, exercise list when I when I, I was just so happy to be living in 2020, which is not a statement you hear often. Um, but that is true. I just go, I just Googled because I did like most of my list by looking up at first analyst and then going to YouTube and typing the show and then you know, like OP1. Oh, OP2. same, yeah, I did too. And that was very tedious. And like over halfway through my entire list, because I'm like, it's only going to be complete if I listen to every single song, which is probably obsessive. I knew what most of them sounded like from memory, but surprisingly. Turns out I'm using my memory to store a lot of anime garbage. It could be used for useful stuff, but but then I go I googled it. And I'm like, there has to be an easier way, and I'm like, easy way to look up anime openings and themes.moe popped up, nice. and you just get to type in your list. It uses my anime list, any list, or something else. I don't even know what it is. It was in Japanese on my computer, and now it seems to not even be there, so maybe it's just those two. Huh. Um, but then it brings them all up, and they rip them from the Blu-ray when it's available, so it's that you even get the video. And I oh, clicked wow. Start Autoplay Mode, and nothing happened. I'm like, this website's useless. But then I clicked the first one, which is 11 eyes in alphabetical order for me, yep. the opening, and it opens up a little like v- video player, and it plays just the video with the music, and then it... It, uh, as soon as it ends, it goes to the next thing in your list, which would be the ending of that show, and then all the way through alphabetically, as I listened like my entire anime list. Damn! And I did some quick maths because you know an opening is or an ending is a minute thirty. Yep. And I saw like three hundred and some shows, and it turns out that I had like nearly eleven hours worth of anime music to watch. <laughs> That's a lot. But then, yeah, that was just my basic calculation it turns out a lot of shows have like different endings for each episode not a lot that's unfair but a good amount of them have different variations so So whenever i noticed it was playing the same song because sometimes you know like openings will slowly add visual details that change with the show yes um so like aho girl has the same song but different visuals for the opening 12 times so I'm like, okay, I, I understand what the song is. So I just skipped on like the next 11. <laughs> but yeah, there's there's actually a ton. But it's really cool. They also have an audio mode, which I never clicked. But if you click it, it gets rid of the video player, as you would assume, and just plays the music. 
but I liked having the uh, video open on my other monitor. Huh. And then you can make it show full names of songs rather than just full names of anime with like OP or ED, which was useful. Well, I say it's useful, but I didn't copy down the real names of the songs I liked, so it would be useful if you I wanted did. to know. <laughs> nice. Um, I just have the show and where they're used. And then you can also filter your list. So, like, do you only want openings? Do you only want endings? Do you want shows you've completed or just even shows you've put on hold? I, I did only completed, but theoretically it also pulls from all of your lists. So even plan to watch, you can play the videos for. It's a very cool website. I don't know. Yeah, it sounds neat. Yeah, it's it's impressive. So I kind of cut you off, and I apologize. I kind of got another tangent. What was your first song where you were like, Hey, this doesn't sound too bad. I like this. Man. Well, the obvious one is just like the first anime I got into when I got into anime when I was 18, going to undergrad. It was Full Metal Brotherhood, and all the openings in that show are very good, I think. Um, But it wasn't one I was like, oh, that's very good music. I have to have it outside of the show. I was just like, this opening's very cool. I'm going to watch it every time I watch an episode, you know? And then the second one's probably Soul Eater, like either Resonance or Paper Moon. Hmm. Soul Eater has cool openings, but once again, it wasn't like better than music I would listen to just in purely music form. A lot of how cool Soul Eater one was, was the animation with it. Um, yeah, so I don't, uh, I guess I'd have to think further. I'm not sure what the purely music one would be. Uh, Angel Beats, probably, as a lot of the themes of the show are musical, and the songs are sad, and then, like, halfway through, um, they switch to Yui's character singing them, because the other girl disappears. Gotcha. So, yeah, I think the first one I would say where I, like, liked it independent of the show were, like, some of their... What was what's the fictional band in the show? Girl Dead Monster or something? Their like rock songs are good, and then the slower sad ones. It was the first time I was like, the music is actually adding to the show rather than just being a cool opening. Yeah, and it was like something I'd listen to outside of just the show, where it's like the shonen openings are exciting, but not like music I would like on its own necessarily. I think I got spoiled because my first anime was Cowboy Bebop, and obviously, you've got. A got great, tank. You got tank. Jazz opening. <laughs> yeah. And then you've also got the kick-ass uh, outro song, Real Folk mm-hmm. Blues. And just the music in general, I think, just plays great to the show in itself. You know, a lot of jazz and things of that nature are used throughout the show. It's also easier to be more into it outside of the show. Not even just the stigma of anime music, but... Um, as much as I like anime, a lot of the vocalists are just far too whiny. And I, um, at least for The Rock, although it's, that's a strange bash for me. It's a hot take from me considering I like Love Live and, you know, all the school idol shows where it's just girls singing. But, but you know, you know what I mean? It's like the music is independent of the voiceover and possibly the show. Oh, yeah, and a lot of stuff, too. It's more scored like a movie for Bebop, where it's like jazz backtrack more than it is like this is the focal point with the the singing. 
Yeah. So, um, I think my first like real like oh I, I like this. I really like the uh, the eye catch from uh, Air Gear, and I really liked like uh, the Evangelion theme song was a big one for me too. When I first heard that, I was like, "What is this?" Well, true. That one is good. I still remember because I had to. I watched Evangelion. I was sick for like a week, so I spent the entire week watching Evangelion. Like I bought it like a year prior, and it just sat on my shelf. So I was like, "I want to watch this," and I finally did. All right, well, let's get into some music. So, well, there's there's still more to talk about. Okay, fair enough. I, rant, I ranted about where to find yeah, the easy true. to listen. Yeah, no, go ahead. There's a few. Yeah, go There's right a ahead. few questions that came to my mind. Let's see. Yeah. Uh, well, now that I say that, I've, I've forgotten, You've forgotten some, everything. Sorry. Let me let me let me stall for time because there's more interesting like historical topics related to music other than just like which ones you were into. All right. Well, you're thinking, uh, check out our review index. There you'll find our our complete list of uh, anime reviews, and uh, you can even comment on the shows. Uh, we would love to hear any of this music you guys like or anything you really enjoy. And uh, to put a disclaimer out there, too, I can only use roughly 30 seconds of music. So when we mention what we're going to listen to, there's going to be a gap. There's going to be some music. If you've listened to any of our top fives, it's going to be similar to that. Except I can't keep it playing in the background, even on low, because we're on Spotify now, unfortunately. And Spotify is a pain in the ass about copyright. So... But you'll get to hear the song at least for a little bit, and uh, we've told you where you can find them. So, very true in detail. Yes. Um. All right. So here's one. It's like when you're watching a show. I consider for myself, like it's not a complete watching of the show unless you watch the opening and ending at least once. But I have friends that'll just never watch them. Even if it's a new show, they just will not watch the opening. They refuse. It's a waste of their time. Same. I typically don't. Unless... Not even once to get, like, what it actually is. Like, you have to at least... To me, you have to at least watch it once, and then you can skip it on other episodes. Uh, But... I mean... You're one of those weirdos that goes without. You're you're missing part of the show. I guess I am. Um, Not always, but typically... I'll skip the intro and and I'll skip right past the outro unless it's part of the like hey they're still showing story. Otherwise, I'll just skip mm-hmm. it. And make sure, see if Sometimes there's anything. You don't after. know though. Oh, okay, you skipped to after because I was gonna say yeah. The new Higarashi, the end of the first episode, and come on, you didn't stick around for them bringing back the first opening at the end of the first episode of the new season. I'll be honest, I would have never remembered. I I watched that thing maybe oh. over. Over a day, de- I mean, 2005, dude. 2006. How could you airing. I was watching it right around the time it was yeah, airing, it, like 2000. Say when it came out was like 15 years ago now. <laughs> yeah, like I was probably I probably watched it in 2008, 2007, 2008. Okay. If man, I was watching it with my friend Asia, and her and I were were so hyped for the. <laughs> and we're like, is that the song? Because it just, it cuts to not even a scene or, like, a real ending, right? It just cuts to, like, scrolling credits with the first season song. And I'm like, whoa. Yeah. But then there's a scene after. And if you skip that, if you skip that, you would have, 
If it got fucked, you want to miss the scene after. Did you see it? I don't want spoilers, so I think so, but I'd have to go back and watch. Because I think I just turned it off. Because I was like, oh, okay, cool. No, it it shows... Well, I can spoil you, but you don't want me to spoil for people. Yeah. Well, All right, to be vague, it shows one other character other than the two that were there. Oh, okay, well... Which is different than the first telling of the story. Okay. So. All right, like I said, 2008, there is so much that I have forgotten about this show that I'm just going to be <laughs> like, ah, did that happen that way? If it wasn't a major plot point or something crazy, I don't remember it. But yeah, so. Okay, so we disagree on the basic like premise of having to view them for a completeness. Yeah, I, also, I, I don't know. I love the fact that when I stick around... Not just being rewarded for the scenes after, but sometimes the ending is different, and I think that's so cool. Some shows will change the ending. I mean, I think I've erased like a good idea of where things were changing in the intro as the story went along. Yeah. I'm not even talking about subtle things where it's like, did you see that now his hair is short because he got a haircut in the show? Which sometimes they do for some reason. <laughs> I'm talking about like, just like an entirely new song, like Scum's Wish, the ending of episode 8 is a song for like the childhood the like girl character mm -hmm. the very innocent blonde girl and it's like that's such a cool part of the show that she gets to sing her own song with lyrics about her at the end of the show like to me it's part of the content you know yeah you're missing out on part of the show so i'm just very i mean i guess like when it hits the credits if you see something interesting you can stick around it's not like you have to skip it but I know people that are just so gung-ho about skipping, start a new show, just immediately skip. Ah. If music starts playing, they just skip a minute 30 ahead, and I'm like, you're missing part of the show. That's absurd. Because I feel like a lot... Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll say this. Mm -hmm. I used to watch them, but they seem so formulaic. Oh, they're walking. Oh, they're seagulls, or they're some kind of bird. Oh, they're pointing their <laughs> hands up to the sun, and the sun's reflecting through their fingertips, or they're reaching out to something in the air. Y you know what I mean? Like hey, you're describing me late two thousands anime openings, and that shows still you the haven't. Same. No, no, it's different now. You're, it's showing me that you haven't seen recent ones. <laughs> I watched. Well, looking for this, I watched one of the intros, or uh, one of the outros. No, it wasn't opening. Sorry, it wasn't one opening. And she was running, and there was like a walk sequence, and just... I, I don't know. Like, to me, I feel like I don't... I could probably gleam some stuff, but especially when I'm going into a new show, I don't know who the fuck these characters are. I know nothing about the show, typically. So to me, they're just random people doing random things, and I have no context of anything. That's part of the fun. It's like a it's like a teaser. Well, then maybe I should do it next time. The next new show I start. <laughs> what I about like Mob Season. Psycho? So much shit's happening in the Mob Psycho. I don't. I've never watched Mob Psycho, so. All right. Fair, but um, no, I get what you're saying though. I do yeah, know it's part of the, they, they part make of the content. It, yeah, I, I get it. I just I feel like I've seen enough of them, and I've said like I said, I feel it's like they're formulaic. Okay, well that it segues into my next point when you said. Well, I, honestly, I don't remember. Um, how many things did you come across? Like, how thorough were you in researching? And did you come across shows you just completely forgot you've seen from the opening? I basically know what I like off the top of my head. Okay. So I kind of had a good idea of, hey, this is what I like and I know what I'm going to talk about. 
Um, there wasn't one where you're like, I don't know what this is. I have to see if I like it. No, pretty much no. I think if I would have found a site like that, Mo, what was it? Anime Music dot Moe, and it would have gone through everything in my freaking uh, list. I definitely probably would have found something like, oh, I completely forgot about that. But I kind of knew what I already wanted to talk about because I've liked the same stuff probably for a while now. Some of these Mm -hmm. for over a decade. And, you know, like I said, I don't listen or I watch a lot of these intros unless it's something that catches me right away when I'm just watching it. And it's like a song. I was like, oh, that sounds interesting. Let's listen to it. Or the intro has something. Or like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I I guess I've just gotten away from watching the intros and outros where I just don't so, care You're so much. jaded. What a jaded boomer you are. I am. You're like, there's just nothing for me in the intro. I've seen it all. No, I'll say I have so much to watch. There's 40 shows per season. It's, no, I'm kidding. It's, well, yeah, well, I mean, it's true. <laughs> but... It, but it's like such a small time commitment. Even if you only do it for the first episode, three extra minutes. What if the whole episode sucks? You're that you're a prisoner for twenty two minutes. You might as well give them their three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's my view of it. It's like, go. well, I might as well be thorough because if it sucks, then I'll always regret just not knowing all of it. You know, I want to thoroughly say. And so I guess it seems like. Though less of a fan of anime music in general, I'm much more about consuming it as part of the experience for the show. Fair. And I also have a rule, like when I watch with my friends, that we have to watch the ending all the way through on the last episode. Yeah, so as I alluded to earlier, the good segue is, like, if you just don't even remember watching shows you've seen, and it seems like you do remember them for the most part. And I would say I do too. It's weird. It's weird seeing a list so extensive and then just knowing everything on it. I guess because it wouldn't really make sense that you forgot you saw something, but the only one that actually didn't stand out to me as far as even knowing what opening it was, because they were just auto-playing, so I didn't see the titles all the time right away, is uh, Requiem for a Phantom. And I looked over and I'm like, I don't know what this is. At first I guessed Darker Than Black, because it kind of looks similar in art style, and it's like the gritty, darker show with guns. But then it was Requiem for a Phantom. I'm like, I don't remember this opening at all. I'm actually <laughs> so, more shocked to hear that you've watched 300 animes. I mean, maybe that's an exaggeration. Okay, fair enough. Okay. Because I'm like, I only got 328 that I finished. Well, now I want to go to Analyst and get the exact... The problem with Analyst, though, is like it's counting movies and it's counting OVAs oh, as separate. Okay. I use Taiga. Uh, which Isn't is... that also counting it, or does it separate OVAs? No, it, it keeps it all as a completed list as all. The It's a it's a desktop. Taiga is a desktop application mm-hmm. that ties in with Analyst, but it has tabs where it's just like currently watching completed, on hold, dropped, etc. So I have... 337 completed anime. Regardless of I do it. I do have 310. I mean, wow. it counts OVAs and movies, but I have 310. I have 58 solid days. Why? Sorry. <laughs> so, it's, it's, I've exceeded 300 in some capacity. Wow, good for you, man. 
Yeah, good. I don't know. <laughs> Healthy, not so sure, but we've done it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, it definitely played a lot. I listened to it for like the past three days, just when I was at my computer, not for work. When I was at my computer, just playing games or something, and it took three days to just let the openings wow. and endings autoplay. So it's a it's a fuck ton. It's like four <laughs> hours each day. Yeah. No shit. Um. What other questions did you have? Uh, let's see. Man, we'll come up to it as we review it, I guess. Okay. We'll, we'll just start, and then they'll come back to me, because there's a few other ones, but maybe it was about a specific show. Okay. So, I guess we'll start with, uh, what's your favorite genre of music that you kind of enjoy, in general, like, like, you kind of gravitate to? Yeah, my favorite genre is definitely metal. Even, like, heavier... Like darker metal, like doom like, metal and stuff, and tech death. Wait, 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 and... wait, 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 wait! I, I like metal too, but what the fuck is doom? <laughs> Explain. I, I listen to like as metal as it gets is like, uh, oh fuck, I can't even think. Iron of Maiden. Metal. No, not like that. Seventies metal. No, yeah. hell yeah, I'm wrong. Actually, I do, but uh, but I, I'm like I, I don't don't hate on it. I love Judas Priest, and I, I've seen Judas no, Priest. My my my, my my metal is like. The most I've gotten is like screamo or like that. That's about it, screamo. And the most hardcore as I get. And even well, then, well, to be fair, the, the originator of doom metal is technically <laughs> Black Sabbath, but it's evolved since then. Sorry, I guess I just um, don't know the labels. I just listen to the music and enjoy it. I don't label uh, well, it per se. My sister and I are very into music, so I'm gonna name like a whole bunch of subgenres of music if you get me into it. <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, go for it. Um, but yeah, I usually like uh, like tech death, doom metal, some prog rock. Some people call it math rock. Math rock. Uh, which is, it's a poking fun at that it uses uh, funky time signatures. Ah. I uh, think kind of like Tool, but a little different. Oh, okay. Um, so stuff like that. M big head metal. Um, and then some indie music. I like a lot of indie and acoustic music. Same. Sometimes I like rap, but not, I pretty much like all music other than country. Country fucking sucks. Yeah, amen, amen. And yeah, that's, that's <laughs> about it. I could agree 100% with you. Yeah, I'm really big yeah. into like rock. And like my new favorite song is from Iron Tom called Big Shot. I just randomly found it on Spotify while listening to like the Rock This playlist. Or hmm. the new the new Bad Flower 30. I haven't heard either of those. Ah, uh, they're fun. Um, and there's another new one called uh, "Parasite Eve" by. Uh, tell you one second. The band I've seen uh, uh, most. Bring me, to the, bring me to the bring me to the horizon or something like that. Bring me the horizon. Oh, bring bring me the horizon. Yeah. That's 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 closer to the kind of music I like. Bring song? me the horizon <laughs> is. What would I call them? They're a form of metal. I don't know. I don't know what you'd call them, but yeah, it's it's closer to like one of my favorite... alternative metal. I guess is kind of what Bring Me the Horizon is. Okay. They're kind of screamo inspired in their early stuff. So I just know I just found them on Spotify recently, so it's like still new to me. Like Falling in Reverse is one to listen to. Mm. Uh, like one of my favorite bands. I think they're really less known. Or Hot Hot Heat. 
Oh, I haven't heard of them now. They're from. Uh, At least they're not naming shitty Dad Rock. I was yeah. gonna be disappointed when you're like Avenge Sevenfold and Papa Roach are my favorite. Uh, there's bands. some good Avenge Sevenfold. I mean, Papa Roach has. I mean, like, I mean, really, that one hit fucking band. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I mean, I got like Led Zeppelin. I've got like Youngblood. I got Two Feet. Uh, but then really, like early, I like the old like '90s rap. Like, in early 2000s, because I was in high school then. So, you know, like, Eminem and Tupac and, and yeah. you know, like... The some big... Flo Rida? You like some Flo No, Flo Rida can suck my dick, because what? the WWE fucking played the shit out of them back yeah, when I used to I watch mean, them. Flo Rida helped popularize, like, all of 2000s rap. He had so many collabs. He had so many artists on his Okay, albums. okay, I'll say this. Early 2000s, between, like, 2005 and earlier... And then I kind okay. of got out of it. Like, yeah, I, like, it like I like the big timers and uh, Exhibit, um, Ludacris. Do you like any more like, slam Dr. poetry Dre. type rap? With lots of lyrics like Binary Star, uh, Mad Villain, The one Run I can only jewels. think of is Aesop Rock. Okay, yeah. Same, same vein as Run the Jewels. Yeah, well, because um, it's the same guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or yeah, of them. I don't know if you've heard of ELP. They're also part yep. of yeah. Like I fucking love the ELP. Um, I like the the like collabs they do with Zach uh, De La Roche, the Rage Against the Machine singer. Oh, they have some rap songs with him, which is cool. That's cool. Um, but yeah, like I, I so it sounds like you and I have a lot of a lot of musical tastes, like very similar. Like the only, like I only like, Oh, I've seen flesh God apocalypse and band and Aaron concert. My (laughs) last concert was ludicrous, but the actual real concert I actually paid money to go to was three day. I was Chevelle, which was awesome live. And, uh, Hmm. three days grace. I hate Three Days Grace. I, I was hoping you were going to say 311. No. 311. Um, uh, <laughs> but the last band I did see, funny enough, I got invited to by my coworker. He had an extra ticket. Was The Eagles, which was fucking amazing. But, you know, sadly, the lead singer of The Eagles is not alive. But his son did a good job. Um, Who's the lead singer of The Eagles? It's not Joe Walsh. He's no, a guitarist. he's a guitarist, right? and he was still kick-ass. He was still there, yeah. There's just like a lot. A lot of people in the Eagles later became famous in their own right, and I always get them mixed up. Glenn Fry. Ah, uh, yes. And then Don Henley was the drums. Mm-hmm. And then no one knows who the fuck Bernie Lendon or Randy Miser. Yeah, I don't Mesner, know. Sorry. But yeah, no, like I like like I grew up having to listen to like classic rock, you know, like Leonard Skinner, Tom Do you fucking like Steely Dan. Steely Dan. I, I, I probably heard some of their songs. I can't name anything off the top of my head. Like Tom what Petty. About ELO? Again, I probably if I would have heard some. <laughs> I'm one of those. I'm one of those people. Like, I don't always remember the band, but like, yeah. I'll hear the song and be like, oh, I like that song. And then come to find um, well, recent fame for ELO is the Guardians of the Galaxy movies, like Mr. Blue Sky. Never watch them. All right. Well. <laughs> yeah, but I'm into a lot of music, so. That answers your question, but not yeah. about anime. No, but I mean, like, you typically, though, and don't get me wrong, like, what's nice about anime music is you get exposed to a lot of stuff. Like, there's a lot of stuff on my list. 
I don't. I'd never fucking listen to if I was exposed to it. Like I'm gonna disagree. Well, wait. I, I mean, I'm gonna agree with the sentiment that you wouldn't hear it otherwise. But I'm gonna agree, disagree with the sentiment that you're exposed to a lot. Like ninety percent of the songs I had to go through this weekend were just J rock. Yeah, just true. like generic sounding Japanese rock. Oh, that, that's what a lot of it is. It's usually just, oh, Pony Canyon has a fucking record label. Let's just slap the flavor of the month for, you know, some random anime or Sony or who, you know, whatever, Warner Music. Like, same shit with, typically with anything, you know, movies, TV, shows, mm-hmm. whatever. I mean, when's the last time you've heard a, a show with a fucking, uh, you know, a custom intro that was just for that show uh, outside of maybe a cartoon like The Simpsons or Family Guy. I don't, I guess I don't watch TV, so I can't say for sure. I, I don't watch a lot of TV either, but I mean, like, I'm assuming there's a lot. I feel like the few shows I see, like Bob's Burgers, it's yeah. not even a song. No, it's like just a jingle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> so you're right. Not many of them have it. Our animation has, you know, like jingles or scenes with noises and they're like sitcoms have 80s music and then they progressed to not even have intros you know what's funny is my wife was watching um oh fuck I can't think of the show but it was like the cop show from the mid 2000s um and they always sound like the crime it was cold cold case that's what it was cold case was like notoriously bad for just using like any old like song, every episode had like some song at the end. It was always like some kind of pop song, like be it for the era of the thing, or it had some kind of meeting or whatever. Or you know, I just thought it was hilarious <clears throat> though, because it's like every episode was like, and here comes the song that plays out to the credits, and it was always like, oh, the Beatles or the Beach Boys or you know whomever you know for the era or whatever. Or the song mm-hmm. had meaning. It, it was like, tug at your heartstrings. <clears throat> so, I don't know. Anyway. Right, now, I, now I have to open your list, so as we begin, I can see what you're going to talk about, but I didn't want to spoil it ahead of time for myself. Well, I have no fucking clue what you're talking about, because your list is 60 fucking songs. Yeah, <laughs> get ready. Get ready, listeners, for my 60 songs. Well, when you listen yes. to, I don't know, like a thousand of them, it was easy to get 60 on there. <laughs> Microsoft, I'm trying to open it in Word, and Microsoft is assuring me they care about my data. I'm yes. sure they care about my data, but not in the way I would like. No, please, please stop taking it. Yes, they're going to harvest everything. Ooh. Okay. Well, I see the first three. I zoomed in so I don't get spoiled completely. Yeah. Well, yeah. So <clears throat> these are in no particular order. These were just kind of as I was thinking about them or came upon them. Or like when I was like, oh, what songs do I really like? And I was like, oh, these. So. Mm-hmm. I want to start with my honorable mentions first. These are songs like I enjoy, but I, I had to have a cutoff, and otherwise we'd be here all day. So that's my, what I want. My honorable <laughs> mentions, um, are please don't say uh, 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 sorry wrong one. Uh, sorry, my honorable mentions are has I don't know how is this. Hey, Kosen by Sigiri. Yo, 
English ending song, mm -hmm. which I fucking loved. The Promised Neverland opening. Fire. It's just catchy as hell with like uh the the what were we gonna say, like the horns? Or I don't know. Wait, which one are we talking about now? The opening of the Promised Neverland. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess yeah, yeah. Uh, brass instruments. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't tell you what they were. Yeah, of some sort. That's as close <laughs> as I can get. Uh Matoke oh, Super Sailor Fuku by Aya Hariano. For the Lucky Star intro. Oh, yeah, interesting. Well, it was funny because Kyoto Animation, like, had Lucky Star, Haruhi, and then they had Lucky Star. And, like, mm. everything from, like, these songs were, like, super popular, especially the Haruhi theme. Man, even when I went to a convention in two, 2015, my only anime convention I've been to, people are still doing the fucking Haru, Haruyuki dance, the, the Haruhi dance. dance. Yes. And I'm like, this is even before. For there my time was an anime a band. <laughs> clip of like prisoners doing it in like Taiwan. Nice. Oh, very dystopian. Oh, I, but well, I love it. this is like <laughs> early YouTube shit. Like they would do different dances, like, and they'd post it on YouTube. Yeah, early YouTube was basically ran by anime fans almost. Pretty much. Uh, the entire Beck Mongolian, Mongolian Chop Squad soundtrack is amazing. Mm -hmm. In my opinion, uh, God only knows. Oh, sorry, God knows by Aya Hariano. song in Haruhi Suzumiya. Well, you have a lot of Haruhi honorable mentions. That fucking that fucking guitar riff, man. Mm-hmm. And then obviously the Haruhi theme the opening. <laughs> on there mainly because I don't really like the opening but I, I feel like I, I feel like it has to be on there just because it was such a popular 
like this thing. is your list i, I try to I avoid know. things that are popular like yes i could put every that, sword that... art song because lisa is a good vocalist but yeah. like what's the point <laughs> well I, I put it on there because i feel like it has cultural significance and like to me like harley was huge back in the day and i really enjoy harley even now like if i think of more harley i'd be a pretty pretty fucking happy um yeah i want another movie uh, something as good as something. the movie yeah and then finally uh Yes, by uh, Roundabout by Yes. Joe's Bizarre Adventure? How does that count? You can't just use a western song. The fuck I can't. (laughs) Uh, Next you're going to say Walk Like an Egyptian by the Bangles because that's also in JoJo. Well, I like yes, so yeah. (laughs) What are your... uh, Any any thoughts on my list of general mentions? uh, First comment, then thoughts, then my list. Comment. um, I told this on the podcast but when i was living in virginia i heard roundabout at the grocery store (laughs) and my first my first thought was i'm like they're playing the fucking jojo song and it sounds really stupid but even then i i I was in the know enough i know who yes is i mean we just talked about our music taste i like a lot of stuff so it wasn't lost on me that roundabout was not their original song but I still just couldn't help it. I'm like, they're playing the fucking JoJo song at the grocery <laughs> store. So it is fun to have like some Western songs in anime because then you just tie it to that forever. Um, Okay, and then comments. Too much Haruhi. I've, like, I have 60 and I have a hard time cutting it down. It, my process was to do like ratings but as i've nah, ranked before I, I don't like the rating system so eventually i also I just feel like you kind of can't rate this because someone may not have listened to it whereas like oh you can watch that show or i, I don't know i feel like with music it's yeah. a little harder to, to quote unquote well, it's supposed to be just for me it's a rate of my favorite it's not like a useful rating right yeah, true. but the problem was even for rating for my favorites i'm like okay i now have 20 songs that have an eight and yeah, yeah. I'll record them because like they were an eight, but that's not going to help because if some's a nine, so it eventually became irrelevant. But I just have so many things that are like fairly tied, so I tried to go for more unique things. Fair enough. Or things that I see patterns with, which I'll explain as I review them. But my honorable mentions: one is an entire show and not a song. It's the Kuma No Riddle, which I watched four years ago and reviewed. Bear Riddle. Yeah, bear riddle. Um, but the p- reason I wrote it down is because they have a character song as an outro for every episode, and they have 12 different ones. Oh, wow. It's basically about 12 girl assassins, and each song, as they die, essentially, in the episode, the song is played and sang by the dead character, and they all have different genres. They have, like, a jazz one, a pop one, obviously, a more EDM one, a metal one. I just thought it was really cool that they managed to do so many different genres with each different voice actress. So, are they like, oh. honorable mention, none of them are good enough to be in the list of yeah. top 10. 
but they're all decent. Wait, and wait, wait. What an so you give me thing. you give me shit for having too much Haro here, but you have an entire goddamn soundtrack of. Nah, I'm just giving you shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Haro Haro is too much, but let me tell you about my twelve favorite <laughs> <Yes>. songs. <laughs> No, that that would be the true, like, if that was actually a good show, it would be very funny to just make my list just exclusively the songs from that show. Done. All of them are average. None of them are bad, to their credit. I heard them all, but I'm like, oh, yeah, they did do that. And I talked about it in my review, I'm sure, because it was a cool thing for them to do. But that's that's something you would miss if you skipped the ending, because you just wouldn't know they're all different. Okay, and then honorable mentions. Death Parade Flyers. <laughs> ああ、ね。オープニングでパレードウィッチイズヴェリーファン。ヴェリーファン。ヴェリーファン。ヴェリーファン。ヴェリーファン。ヴェリーファン。ヴェリーファン。ヴェリーファン。ヴェリーファン
So they they time the beat to like the characters moving, which our goal, or at least my goal in making the list was music more than vid- visuals. But I'm like, what a it's such a fun visual that gets you excited for the craziness of the show that I thought it was worth putting on there. Gotcha. And that's that's it. I okay. just had five honorable mentions, All and right. then I guess uh, forty five more if you need more. <laughs> Uh, well, I get to edit all this with, with all the song clips. So yeah. True. Okay. Uh, like I said, this is in no particular order. This is kind of how I thought about it. So I'm not ranking or anything of that nature here. So uh, the first one I really uh, found I can remember from the top of my head was uh, from the God of uh, the World Only God Knows. <laughs> God Only Knows, Dyson Maku by, how do you say it, Eliza? Eliza, Eliza, yeah. Okay. It's E-L-I-S-A. Oh, S-A. Oh, I don't even know. Elisa? Yeah, that's what I thought was Elisa. Yeah. Okay, I thought it was Elisa. The song is eight minutes long. It's got its good and bad parts. Eight minutes. It's eight minutes. Sorry to interrupt your review, but... Oh, so I didn't do my diligence in listening to the full song, I should clarify. I watched it only contained within the 1 minute 30. No, so. it's, it's all good. I went and found the full songs for Mike. Because oh, that's interesting. All, I all... didn't expect it to be 8 minutes. Yeah, this was like... I don't know if... I, I think they used it within the show as well. So mm-hmm. they kind of cut pieces in and out. It wasn't until you actually go find the entire... Uh, Tell you try to find the entire song. Like, oh, it's much longer because there's definitely parts where they definitely didn't use. Then there's like it starts very slow, and then it kind of crescendos with pianos, acoustic guitars, chimes, and violins. And the song is broken down into like several parts, and then it just kind of comes to the end and then changes to like a harpsichord, and it's just kind of different throughout this like eight mm-hmm. minute song. So it's like, it's like they definitely like wrote. This feels like a very much like obviously by the name of the, of the, of the 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 the, the song, it was specifically written for this show, and I'm thinking what they did, because I obviously didn't pay that close of attention. I was worried doing the subtitles. They probably broke this song up into several pieces and used it throughout the show. Um, <clears throat> but uh, it just finished with a rock ballad with different female singers throughout. And I think it's just, for me, I just love the, at the end of the day, it wasn't necessarily the song that I really enjoyed. I think it was the feeling of the character. I For me, the world only God knows, the library girl was like the best girl out of the whole show mm-hmm. for me. And I think just having this really nice, serene song playing in the background, for me, this song was more about remembering the show remembering how I felt watching it more than like, oh, I love the song. The song's great to listen to, but uh, this is one of those instances where I picked it more and remember it more for the memories of watching the show and the feelings and how I felt while watching it versus like, oh, I like the artist or 
I like that style of music. Right. So that, that's why I chose it. I, I wonder if the characters, I mean, specifically the voice actresses, sang the song. Because I know in that show, they have a different <laughs> ending for each girl, and the girl sings their yes. ending. So I wonder if they were also in the opening. They could be. Could be. Yeah, I'll be honest. I haven't done that much research on the show. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I just know from my own research of watching them, I'm like, World God Only Knows has more endings than I thought. Yeah. And then I realized... Well, hell, they have a whole art. character dedicated who's an idol singer. Right. Yeah. She only gets one song, though. I what know. a waste. No, everyone else gets as much. Yes. All right. All right. Nice. Um, my first one in no particular order, but it's still one of my favorites, is the first opening for Higurashi, the original one. such a very eerie sounding song um it has weird like backwards sounding chanting in it and then like harsh screech noises it's it's like everything about the eeriness of the show compacted into music it's the backwards talking in english or japanese it's in japanese oh okay I'll say, have you gone through and figured out yeah it's backwards and in Japanese, and then most of the song is sung forwards in Japanese with like the weird, like mm, like orchestral moan noise. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just it's very eerie, and tying in it's not on my list, but tying into the new season at the end of the first episode, I was very excited that they brought back the original opening I'm talking about because it does set the eeriness, and the new one is much it's still really good but not on my list. So people have to go check out the new Higurashi that's airing and we're going to be talking about it. But um, they, they do like a faithful job, but it doesn't set the mood nearly as well as the original. Gotcha. So yeah. All right. My next one is from School Days. Probably the only thing people might remember from School Days besides the ending. I remember the boat. Yeah, that's, that's what everyone remembers. <laughs> it's called Let Me Love You. Sorry, hmm. I'm, I'm butchering the names. It's a slow dancing. It's a slow dancing ballad. In the anime, the main character Makoto and Sakai dance in front of a bonfire, and I just remember watching the scene and the song just hitting me, feeling perfect for the scene. Uh, it's a very quiet song that's really just unassuming. I just really enjoyed, and I think it goes back to what I said in the first episode or first. Uh, song it just comes back to like when I was watching the show it just kind of stuck with me um, as far as why I picked it 
Haruko has done a ton of voice acting, and I'm uh, doing the research for this. I was kind of surprised to find a lot of these artists are also voice actors. She's done a lot of voice acting roles since 2001. Her most recognizable role, in my opinion, of everyone she's done would be Ferris from Steins Gate. Okay. Which she was also the voice actor in the games for that as well. So, hmm. um, yeah, I was kind of surprised. It was like the first... Vo- was she the voice actress in school days, though, or no? No, she was, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, actually, um, that's a good question. I didn't... Yeah, because... That's a great question. A I actually I wonder didn't if check that. that yeah, sorry, I didn't check that. That's actually probably right. I should have. Um, but yeah, like, uh... So I was kind of surprised. Like, I didn't... I guess it makes sense, but I just didn't realize, like, oh, a lot of these voice actors, you know, these singers also do voice acting and stuff on the side. What's her name? Uh, Haruko. And then it's M-O-M-O-I. And the character's name is Saki. S-E-K-A-I. Yeah, she's, she's not in school days. So that's interesting. Okay, so it was just a... Uh, song they just found yeah okay although one of the characters does do the opening song for that show all right um it's like a minor character though Ah. the character minami obuchi voiced by minami (laughs) ironically the same first name Karibayashi does the theme. Um, oh, yeah. Sorry, I'm not crediting anything. This is in fully English man opening form for all mine. <laughs> I didn't look up the artist, which is probably unfair to the artist, but it's an anime podcast. You'll be able to easily find it. Um, so my next one is Mob Psycho 100. If everyone is not special, maybe you can't be what you want to be. Which is the first opening for Mob Psycho. Um, also, it's the title of the show. So Mob Psycho 100 is also the song, I think. Maybe it's called called 100, but either way, um, this one is is just really good. It doesn't even seem like it's a minute 30 because they're counting the whole time like really fast, and it it just seems like everything is accelerated. It's one of the craziest visual openings I've ever seen, where just stuff's flying all over the screen. Um, and it's just uh, it's like a lot of fun genre wise because it is more rock with like chanting like the high energy rock concerts that you're used to seeing live in japan normally you know so yeah not really any music critique but this one's just a lot of a lot of fun much like the show gotcha my next one was from azu manga dio <laughs> Oh, no, no, no. 
a mimi cake by oranges oranges and limes everything uh, about it is cute sounding yes. <laughs> or food so sora mommy cake is misheard cake in japanese mm. and that's kind of a play on the just the show in general as well so maybe because azumanga dial's opening in itself is just crazy and it's hard to forget the song that is real just fun with string instruments, it's got bells, it's catchy, and I really enjoy the eye catch music as well, of just a horn and some drums. Um, and then the the closing eye catch is just a flute. Hmm. Uh, Oranges and Lemons was an ensemble specifically put together to do the show for Azumanga Daio. It's consisting of Masumi Ito and Yoko uh, Ueno. Masumi Ito has done many soundtracks and openings for a few PS2 era games, uh, especially for the Zone of Enders series, and many anime between 1999 and 2017, with his latest sound uh, track being for Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid. Meanwhile, Yoko Ueno doesn't really seem to do much uh, in the anime or gaming sphere as music goes. Uh, she just kind of seemed to do her own thing, like her own music. Unrelated. Nothing related to gaming or anything. Interesting. Mm-hmm. My turn? Yep, your turn. Sorry. Yeah, go ahead. So, my next one is the first opening for Your Lie in April. Ironically, despite the whole show being about violin and piano, or and at least crying. the people that played them, and crying yeah, and sadness, it's my favorite anime still to this day. Uh, the intro has a lot of drums and like guitar. There is piano later when they show the main character playing piano, but I, I never hear any violin, but it's very upbeat and hopeful, unlike well, I mean, I guess the whole point of the show is there's kind of a clash because one character is lying, but um, <clears throat> it's just like a lot of fun. And then it's a stark contrast to the ending songs, which are all very sad and I like them all, but they didn't make it to my top list. Um, and there's lots of like orchestral instruments in general, which is good to be excited about the setting of the show where it's just like concert performances by the characters essentially that's how they tell the story so my favorite concert performance is with the little girl and and the main character where they're dueling between each other on stage on the same mm -hmm. piano that was like the best that thing i remembered from that show they have a lot of good ones i should do more research since it's my favorite show <laughs> into like how they recorded all the songs but they have a lot of good piano pieces yeah but that one is one of the more exciting ones. And then the duet of the two main characters, probably. But but even the side characters have, like, very good piano pieces, so I, sh I should do more research. There you go. But, uh, yeah, one of my favorite shows, and the opening doesn't disappoint. There you go. Cool. Uh, my next one is from High School of the Dead, 
It's called Hollow oh. Man. Fuck yeah, I have that on my list too. Hell yes! It's, it's funny because I'm trying to pick obscure ones, although you're lying, April's not very obscure, but Higurashi's original one is. Yeah. And so I'm like, I'm going to pick a specifically one ending that happened once from High School to Dead. No one will know this one. And I guess it's so good that it's on your list. Well, oh, dude, I fucking love this. So, it's, it's very good. It's, it's so better catchy. than all the other ones yes. by a lot. So it's by Kurosaki, I think it's Maon? Maon? M-A-O-N. I, I'm not 100% sure how to pronounce it. Ma'on? Ma- I yeah, I think it was Ma'on or something. But um, I heard this song, I think it was episode 11 or 12 on High School of the Dead, and I fucking fell it's in love with 11. the guitar riff. It was 11, you're right. Yeah. And I just, the, it's so catchy. It's got this, this, just the guitar riff it uses it was awesome. I love how it really starts slow. I love, love, love Kurosaki's voice in it. It's kind of like she's singing opera to a point because her words are so kind of run together and she just... Uh, it's just... She's got the same rhythm for a lot of it, especially in early, in the, early in the song. Like, there's no voice reflection of like happy sentence she's just monotone and then it just cranks up with this kick-ass guitar riff and this great ba- uh, beat uh and it's just really fun and it was interesting while f- reading about this there is a song mm-hmm. by muse from their 2001 album uh origin of Sym- symmetry called newborn and it sounds extra the, the guitar riff and beat sounds How very, did you figure very this similar. Out? What's that? How did you come across that to Of all things, the YouTube comments for this song. People were saying like, Oh, this is better than the Muse song. And I'm like, What what? Wait, what? So I had never it's like I'm a Muse fan, but mostly like Mm, like the resistance like 2009 and stuff see my first introduction to muse was black holes and revelations that's mm-hmm. like the first muse album i listened to and that's about where i start i have never gone back to the older stuff but regardless i would say that newborn was maybe the main inspiration for hollow men it borrows a lot from it but i would still say it makes its own unique song i will leave a clip of both here muse newborn Saki Ma Own, Hollow Men. Muse, Newborn.
Rocky Ma own Hollow Man. And let you decide as the listener because it definitely sounds very similar. Same kind of beat, same kind of guitar rhythm. Obviously, it a does. Different I songs. just listened to part of it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, it's, wait a minute. And it starts out kind of kind of breathy, and then it gets more opera and like run together. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. So I was surprised. I was like, wow, hey, that's kind of cool. Because like, to me, I felt like Muse didn't get big or well known until. You know, Black Holes of Revelations. I mean, maybe yeah. they were big before then, but I felt like that's when they really came on the scene. Like, like yeah, I just remember like them being on TV and hitting. And when like, uh, what was it, like 2008, like Incubus and Muse toured and stuff, and that's kind of when they were biggest. Gotcha. Um, so yeah, and then up, and then I got into it like right after that with 2009. So I haven't okay. even heard. Black Holes I'll be honest, like I have not heard that many Muse songs since. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. So, Kurosaki Mo- uh, Maun it was a singer in a bar in Akihabara, which I, I I am genuinely curious. Like, I imagine, like, lounge singing or something. Like, obviously, Akihabara is, you know, geek, nerd, electronics, all that stuff. But, like, I'm thinking, like, a bar with a stage, like, oh, come and sing or like it's an open mic night at the bar like this generally interests me of like how how did this happen so she was just discovered singing in a bar in Akihabara like do these record label execs just hit the nightlife and go, I mean at least for anime I guess uh, you're kind of in tune most with your audience in the nerd haven of Japan yeah, but right? she wasn't even a, a professional singer here this was her just singing. So, like, I don't know. Like, that's what I'm curious. Like, uh, are there bars? It wasn't like, her gig there. <laughs> no. Just... That, well, it doesn't say. But it just says, I'm taking this right off the Wikipedia. There it just says, she was a bar singer in Akihabara before she was discovered. And then she was signed to Genion Universal, which is now owned by NBC Universal Japan. Her debut album was called, titled HOTD, High School of the Dead, which she did the opening and ending songs for. She's still active. Her last album was in June of 2019, enabled Beloved One. And what's interesting, if you look up the song on uh, YouTube, the gra- I love the fucking graphic they use. So she was really in, she's really into Lolita fashion. She's like in this like mm-hmm. frilly white shirt and she's holding this massive fucking fork. It's like white fork. And then she's got like, I don't know if it's supposed to be blood. I imagine her taking like a bite of a cherry or like a super like juicy strawberry. She's got like red partially on her face. <laughs> like it's hilarious. That's kind of cool. But uh, yeah, I mean, I just, I, I, the first time I heard the song, I was like, I fucking love this. And you can actually go mm-hmm. back. And in 2011 and my very first time I did a top five for this show, I actually used this song as the ending song to that because I had probably just watched High School of the Dead like 
maybe a, a couple days beforehand, uh, or maybe a week or so beforehand, uh, before recording that. And it's just a song that I'll throw on from YouTube, just when I'm like, oh, I want something to listen to. It's just one of those songs that just, it's always fun to listen to. Like, it's always just good. It never gets old. What are your yeah, thoughts? See, it's on your list. What are, What are your thoughts about it? No, I mean, I, th- I think you've said it all <laughs> and gave, gave cool facts. But, yeah, I mean, they have a different ending song each time. And some are slow, like when the show's dark. And, like, specifically the ending is, like, washed out of color, too, which I think is neat. For for how many over-the-top, you know, fan service and stuff and how much discredit, disservice High School of the Dead gets, they did a lot of things right, or at least creatively. Um, and the music is one of them. And I didn't really get the feeling of the lyrics or, the, like, the singing very much from it. Yeah. I feel like in the ending, it was more the catchy guitar that I thought was really cool. Agreed. I, I like her voice, like I said. But yeah, really mm-hmm. for me, it's too. It's that guitar and the beat. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, so it, it was like definitely the most catchy on that list. And so many things are just like J-Rock that all sounds the same, whether it's very like high-pitched female vocals or man growling in japanese like death note yeah and this was like a good compromise i guess because she's actually bringing her own singing style to it and it's it shouldn't work i feel like because it's so it's like the cranberries or something almost it's like the breathy female singing but it's a mismatch with the rock but it somehow still works so no i, I like it a lot actually i just don't have a question Mm-hmm. Do you think if you understood the language, would you care more about the lyrics and be like, no, they're singing about pancakes or you know, something silly? Would you be like, yeah, no, definitely. fuck that song. Like, <laughs> oh, that's stupid. I think so. I mean, I've looked up lyrics for some because like you said, I don't understand the language because lyrics are pretty important to me. But then also in a lot of types of music I listen to, they're not very important. So well, it's tough. I've also found with the Japanese, when I do look up the music lyrics, a lot of it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. They're just saying words. And that's probably a lot for a lot of music, to be honest, where a lot of it's like, oh, it has to rhyme or whatever. Yeah. Like, it's very much poetry and how much it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> not to bash poetry but there's some creative analogy freedoms they take so yeah i wonder what it is about like if we looked up the lyrics how would it change related your... to, to zombie apocalypse it is it would change how i feel about it for sure but it wouldn't change that for this one specifically i liked how catchy it was i would say i mean they could probably put and... a pro donald trump like banger of a song i'm like this is awesome and you read the lyrics like oh fuck I yeah, I'd say for most for most people that's probably true. I mean, look at the pop songs that get popular nowadays. Well, yeah, I was just watching football today, and Samsung's been using that BTS song, that Dynamite mm-hmm. song, and I was like, oh. no one speaks is... no one speaks Korean that watches that. Well, no, 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 no. So they did an English version. Oh, okay. Well, but at all least it then is, you can hear the lyrics, like, and it doesn't make sense. It's super poppy though, because it's like da da. Light it up like dynamite. Whoa! And they just repeat, repeat, repeat. Obviously, yep. it's in a commercial, so they probably just hashed out the 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 hook or whatever. 
But but I mean, look at look at like Old Town Road and a whole bunch of songs that just <laughs> oh, <laughs> nothing. Yeah, although that's country. You, you want to but... know? You want an old band that really just pisses me off? Is what? Panic at the Disco. I loved Panic at the Disco's very first album. Before they, the only song that everyone always knew was I uh, write sins and tragedy or whatever it's called. Like I write sins, not tragedies or something like that. The one about the wedding. You know, close, yeah, it is that was like the ones. That was like the one song I got on the radio, but their entire first album, in my opinion, was really fucking good. Fast forward to 2019 or whatever. Now they've got like light it up and and this high uh, hopes, high hopes, and just the poppiest of just generic pop rock. And it's like fuck, what happened? And obviously, it's well, we want to make money and get paid. More power to you. That's how it happens. You know. Yeah, my friends and I listened to a lot of Panic of the Disco way back when. Yeah. That first album. I, I'm pretty sure I've heard the first album. I was I, looking at some of the titles. I remember Lying is the Most Fun a Girl Can Have. Yes, that's an awesome. Off. Yes, that's a great also song. Also because it's a very long title. And I <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Like, I don't know. Like... <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, I, I know they probably did it because obviously a lot of stuff's manufactured and they want to get made. More power to them. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with all this. Anyway, what is your next song? All right. So now we're getting to like bands I would just include or singers I would just include on my entire list, but I had to be picky. So the first opening for Gate... get her name because this is a group I would actually because it's someone and the Akabosai Aka Rockets hold on I almost thought you were going to say like AKB48 or something yeah let me get it right it's a pop idol group you may have heard of god where the why is this so hard to find now that I'm not on my website here we go Japanese rock group Kasaita Kyoden and the Akabosai Rockets but I mean, you'll hear it playing. They also did the opening. Their first anime song is the opening for High School of the Dead. Oh. If you know what the opening sounds like. But oh, so... Gate is a similar style okay. with the female singer and their rock group. They have a lot of, like, distorted, like, wailing of guitars mm-hmm. and use of pedals. I guess if it was a Western equivalent, like Tesla, although that dates me. That's like a 70s group. I can't think of a more modern example. You'll just have to know more music. But... Uh, <laughs> this one is just always good. Uh, I found myself being like, okay, well, I can't include every gate opening and the High School of the Dead opening and, like, every song they've done. The one drawback, if you look at them as a group... Oh, they also do Strike the Blood opening. But uh, if you look at them as a group, they don't have many songs, and the songs <laughs> they do have are all very much the same. <laughs> like, uh... they were all made for an anime opening. Um, so it's not like a great group I enjoy listening to. I was hoping I would more, but 
I do think she just has very good vocals for like their style of rock. And I don't know what the fuck they're singing about, like you mentioned, but yeah. it's a lot of fun to listen to. Uh, yeah. That's kind of how I rate everything. It's like, did I enjoy listening to it? I did. Great. I will never look yeah. at the lyrics. Well, the one thing I came across since fun facts are cool. Yeah. Is that she writes and composes and arrange like any musical thing. She does all of it for her songs. She doesn't let like the there's no there's anime no studio. composers or or yeah no there's no composer. The anime studio person they hire to do music doesn't get to interfere. No one else in her band writes any of the songs. She does it all. <laughs> so this is mine. I guess it's very it's very like manipulative. But reading about it on Wikipedia, it was like mentioning how she's infamous for just like getting in disagreements. Like she's been hired to do more for animes or anime openings but she eventually just like argues with the person that's like in charge of it and just leaves because she doesn't want to compromise on it which Damn. i think i mean good for her no, her yeah. sound is distinct and makes for good openings so it's like let her do what she wants or she's done yeah that's cool good for her mm -hmm. <clears throat> okay so this is probably the most unique person i found while doing research so this is from maru penguin drum it's called Noru reading you by Yaku Shimaru Etsuko. So, what a name. Yeah, that's a mouthful. I love Etsuko's voice in this song. I love her fast upbeat uh, with the use of drums, string instruments, and how the song tends to like have a build up in big parts. And then there's even one point where it just completely changes and then seemingly builds up again and then falls back down into what the song originally was. My favorite part of the song is when it just has Etsuko singing with just some piano and some synth, and the song just goes silent, and you just hear her take a breath, and then the song just comes rising back, and roaring back to where it left off, and it picks back up to finish the song out. I don't know what it is about that like part, where it, like the song just goes dead silent. You hear her take a breath, and then it just comes roaring back like she didn't miss a beat. Mm-hmm. Um. <clears throat> This is probably the most memorable part of the show for me is the opening for this show in general. Other than the, just the craziness of her walking down the stairs of a spine and wearing a penguin head and being undead and whatnot. Because it's Penguin Drum. It's crazy. I still haven't seen it. It's awesome. <laughs> it's one that I thought always appealed to me, but I just haven't it's watched it for some reason. unique. That's why it appeals to me. They've also got another fun song called Rock Over Japan. It's a song that she walks down to the uh, during the sequences when she's like turning into the undead girl wearing the penguin hat. They always have like this like transformation scene and it plays Rock Over Japan. And it's like this upbeat like da -da 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 -da. it's like it's just happy. It's funny. I don't know. Hmm. But holy shit. At Saku... Asaki, uh, uh, sorry, Atsuko has done some crazy shit. 
Get this, dude. She created a project that used satellite, biological data, biotechnology. She made a song-generating robot powered by AI that uses her own voice, or that ended her own voice. She's independently developed a VR system, whatever that means. Like, I want to know more hmm. about these individual projects. Um, it is crazy. She's done original electronic... She's come up with original electronic instruments that never existed. She came up with these things. She's the lead singer of a rock band called... I'm just going to fucking spell it. S-O-T-A-I-S-E-I. Rerun? Rerun? R-I-R-O-N. I, I, I don't know. So, Ty say rerun? That, that, that sounds about right. She also won a Starts Prize in 2017 for converting her song, I'm Humanity, into DNA. What? <laughs> yeah. So, you're probably wondering, well, what the fuck is the Starts Prize? What is Wait, no, I know this. Prize? This is, uh, it's like the European Science and Art Prize or something. Yes, the Starts Prize. Hell yeah. Is the I know something. Prize of the European Commission that honors projects that demonstrate the successful integration of science, technology, and art to contribute to social and economic innovation. Now, don't get me wrong. She's, she's some sort of genius, I guess. Uh, apparently. <laughs> like, how turning a song into DNA helps anything is beyond me. Yeah, not really. But like, I think the whole point... There's some cool ones, because I've encountered it before. It's it's supposed to be like the marriage of science and art. Like, science and art form. Yeah. Kind of cool. Well, uh, so what other ones have you seen? Because I didn't even know what this was until I looked at her Wikipedia. Um... One was similar to like it it read people's brainwaves and created art. It's like instead of using the AI to morph an image like the Google Daydream thing, yeah, it used people's <clears throat> like AKG readings or like their emotion mm. to alter pictures that they had. So they'd have like a picture and then a nervous person and then like let it do the program and it would like alter it in a nervous, manic looking way. I thought that was really cool. Huh, okay. Um, I don't remember the other ones, but it's... They they do cool stuff, I know. I should look it up again. I looked it up while I was in college. Gotcha. But yeah, I was just blown away by this. I was like, holy shit! Like, it sounds like she's just doing really just out there shit, and just really unique. Mm-hmm. I kind of want to look up her other band. I wonder what what music they do. Well, you said rock, but... Yeah. It's interesting to see, because I always wonder, like, are you a big band that got a gig for an anime song, or is anime in Japan the way to, you know, start your own solo career? I guess it could be either one. Because you said, like, that one girl was just singing in a bar, and they found her in Akihabara or whatever, but... Um, I feel like most are fairly established and then they get the gig because they want to hire someone that makes good music. Like Lisa's just in a million things now. Mm -hmm. um, 
But then I wonder if for, for her, Penguin Drum was early on and like she used this to do other stuff. Or maybe this is just one of her bucket list things. It sounds like she's doing everything. Maybe anime opening was just a, a tiny checkbox for her. It could be. I mean, like I, a lot of these these anime or these producers of anime also are usually like Sony, you know, Warner Brothers, like Pony Canyon, for example, is a record label. Like... Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be shocked if they're just like, oh, we've got the new new girl or new band or whatever. Uh, th- throw a track on. We'll, we'll give them this. I, I right. honestly feel like that's probably a lot what's happening. All right. My next one is the first opening for Full Mother. Full Mother, yes. Full Metal Brotherhood. Be funny if it's full metal motherhood and the show would end <laughs> abruptly because their mother's already dead. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, all of the openings are good for Full Metal, and I also like how they have like a somewhat variety of vocals, and also a lot of male vocalists. Where it's like now trend in anime, it's basically all female. You have like Kung Fu Generation as a band, and then like every other anime opening is sung by a female vocalist, which is not how music in general is. So I'm sure there's like, I mean. That sounded sexist, but as far as just statistics goes, most bands are male-fronted in Asia and here. So it's interesting. It's like they know that the idol universe obviously appeals to anime fans, so they're kind of like tapping into what you already like as an anime fan, where it's like cute girls doing cute things. Well, Why don't they the sing cute too. songs? A lot, of the anim- a lot of the idol groups are really skeezy and just there to you know uh, be a marketing tool just to get more album sales. I mean, we've heard over the years like, oh, a fan bought $100,000 worth of albums just so the band could be number one on the, some list. Or right. just some, you know, just these crazy like attracts addictive personalities, I suppose. Yeah, or it's like, oh, AKB48. Oh, there's 48 girls, not because it's there, because it's like a girl, every, like someone could be like, oh, I like number 17 because She's the bubbly one, or whatever. Like, hey, you get the right, variety. It's, it's perfected marketing. Yeah, I mean, like <laughs> these girls. It's it, to me. I feel like the idol industry is just really seedy and just really gross. Part well, of very Japan. Bad. I mean, like <laughs> I remember, like, uh, like oh, the, she was dating someone. Oh. She's been kicked out of the group, and oh, she's turned twenty-two. Oh, that's way too it's, old. It's death threats for dating someone. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Manipulated by producers and asked to do nude photo shoot. Yeah, it, it's that, CD. Or they say like, oh, the handshaking events, and it's like, you don't see like Metallica doing handshaking events, or you know, Limp Biscuit. Go hang God, out with them. I don't want to shake his hand. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know where that's been. Um, Yeah, I mean, 
separate issue from what I was mentioning, where it's just refreshing to hear male vocals, where so much of it is female. And it's not like I just hate female vocals, they're oh, yeah. fine, but most music you listen to is male vocals, in the West at least. Hmm. Okay, I don't know if I can make a statistics claim, but for me personally, it's like in anime, it's like 90% female, 10% male. In my normal life, it's like 60% of the music I listen to is male vocals. So it just feels weird to not hear any males for an entire year of watching anime sing. Um, yeah, so they're just all good. And this one is much of the same. Yeah, I mean, honestly, there's two male songs in this entire list. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is like my sixty person, sixty yeah. song list is probably like five, maybe less, and it's like that's fine because they know it appeals to anime fans. But, mm. but man, I want more male vocals, and I don't want them to only use the male vocals when they think they have to do it for like the dirty vocals, like uh, Death Note. It's like I don't want to only One hear punch, a male man. vocalist when you're making them do the growls. Women can do it too, but maybe not in Japan. I don't know. Um, One Punch Man's opening is fine, if not Imagine over the seeing, top. Like, but Kitty in Japan, like doing spit. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's that's that one. All right. Your turn. <laughs> um, my next one was from Golden Time. <laughs> It's the second second opening theme. Uh, one I never made it to because that show was too boring for me. <laughs> <laughs> they introduced Amnesia and I'm like, not again, because I just watched Kokoro Connect and I'm like, no more Amnesia. I can't watch it. <laughs> it's by Yui Hori. So Golden Time was a great anime. This is the second opening used. The opening song, The World's End, has a double pedal speed metal kind of beat. It starts off with a super fast song. And then just kind of drops into drums and turns into like a song with a lot of string. And uh, I just really love Yui Hori's voice as a singer. Doing research about the song, I feel like Yui Hori has done tons of and tons and tons of anime voice acting for many, many, many years. She has a huge range of voices. Some of her most notable roles are Wiz from Konosuba. Minori Kashida from Toradora. I put that in there for you. Yeah, I was just going to say the song I know by her is Vanilla Salt, the ending for Toradora. <laughs> From Canon 2006 and Naru from Love Hina, which I was surprised. I was like, holy shit, that's going back there some. But Fruits Baskets and Love Hina are pretty much 2000, 2001 ish, so 
here's a tie-in to earlier in our review. She also does one of the ending songs for Penguin Drum. Oh. Dear Future, she's a vocalist for. Oh. So she's been working as a voice actress for the last 20 years. She's obviously done a ton of music for other shows. I found it really interesting learning more about her as I heard her name, but I didn't really mean much to me. But I tend not to really look at the voice actors unless it's someone I've heard numerous times or I can place their voice in other shows. And then mm-hmm. she sends up bugging me. It was actually kind of fun. Is I, You can find this song on Spotify. One of the albums oh, on yeah. there is a live album of her doing like a concert. And my God, these Japanese concerts sound like so much fun. That's why I like uh, Mob Psycho. Not many Japanese anime openings capture the like crazy atmosphere that most of these Japanese concerts They're, have. They're like chanting the and clapping along. Going nuts and with and, and like they, yeah, they know the fucking song. And the Mob Psycho like, captures that. They have the people chanting mob now, in the background and stuff. Now, and now I see why my my buddy. Like, so I was obviously supposed to go to Japan this year. One of my things my buddy wants to do is go to an idol concert. I don't know who. He has a couple people in mind, which I don't think we'll be able to see. But he's like big into like, uh, what is it? Dead, deadlift Lolita or? Huh? Yeah, it's called, their name is like Deadlift Lolita. Is that the one with the scary, like German man they have sing? I'm Hold not 100 percent sure. Um, one of them is like a wrestler slash like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the. Lady Beard. That's it. Like yeah, Lady Beard. That's it. Wrestler man, but I think he's German originally. Oh, okay. I just know he has like a. I'm like, I've heard of this band. He has worn the Lady Beard shirt to work. He loves. <laughs> he loves the them. The name is hilarious. Yes. Uh, he's like, we I'm gotta go sure see Lady Beard. Work. Well, we live in a. We work in a pretty <laughs> casual. Dude, when I was interviewing for my co- for the company I work for now, one of them was wearing a. Uh, 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 oh, fuck. It was a rap. It was a run of the rap. Uh, the Wu-Tang Clan shirt. That's more acceptable nowadays, I feel like. <laughs> but it was one of those, like, I came from a super, like, like you know, office environment. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, we can wear t-shirts and stuff here. Sweet. It, upon Googling Deadlift Lolita, they're... Apparently the girl in the band, because it's one Japanese girl and then this giant man, yes, is also a professional wrestler and yes. bodybuilder. Hell yes. Which is crazy. Yes. But she's much smaller, but still, she looks pretty jacked. Her arms are giant. <laughs> Her arms are big for how small she is, I should say. What a, what a weird group. I, I also came to know... Uh, what is it? Y- Yui Hori? Um, cause she does, like you said, for Toradora, she does all the character songs for her character in that show. Yeah. Cause that show actually has like three CDs of character songs. Holy shit. I only know the Pula Parade or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah, that's one of the like openings. Yeah. I don't know who does that, but she does the vanilla salt ending in Toradora. Gotcha. Where they're like... In the rain with their umbrellas. Yes. Um, and wa- what are they doing? They're walking. <laughs> colorfully. They're colorfully walking. Whatever. It's, they're walking. <laughs> How is that adding to the story? 
Yeah, that one not so much, though it is sung by a character, so yes. I guess if the lyrics mean something, which they don't, I've checked, um, <laughs> then it would be significant. Uh, my next one, perhaps the most fun I had listening to a song again, it's Kakiguri's Deal with the Devil. <laughs> first opening oh, yeah. the gambling show. and that one is just it's so much fun the singer's having fun there's lots of trumpet things and like a do 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 like the same jazz beat of tank <laughs> and it's also i don't know how i describe the key she like sings it in but it's like descending like, if crescendo is ascending, it's whatever the opposite is. I'm no music buff, so people will have to forgive me, but she sings it, like, descending tone. So it kind of makes it sound, like, more mysterious and suspenseful, like the gambling is, you know? Gotcha. So it's it's just, it's really good. Big fan. <clears throat> the opening video is cool, too. Yes. Um, yeah, that's probably, like, my, my favorite on the list, though I don't have them ranked. It's like all of them are good, but that one just stands out to being like holding its own to how fun I think the show is. Not everyone thinks the show is very good, but I do. Eh, it has its moments. Mm-hmm. My next one is Kids on a Slope. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Bright copper kittens and warm woolen mittens Brown paper packages tied up with strings These are a few of my favorite things Cream-colored ponies and crisp apple strudels Doorbirds and slaves and schnitzel with noodles White kids that fly with the moon on their My favorite thing by Yuka Nanri. Nan Kids on a Slope is probably my favorite music anime. Every song is arranged by Yoko Kano, who has made many numerous hits used in anime and video games, and probably best known for the Cowboy Bebop soundtrack. Everyone mm -hmm. has heard the song My Favorite Things. It's a very popular song. Uh, you know, sung throughout numerous decades mm -hmm. but this version i don't know what like it is by about Julie Andrews. yes i don't even know who originally did my favorite things but i just picture julie andrews singing it in the movie <clears throat> the sound of music ah, maybe that is that, the original that is but original, that's yeah. the one i think of yeah so there you go so uh, this version i don't know what it is about yuka nanari's version I think it more has to do with the scene. The mm -hmm. character Ritsuko is just laying on the floor, listening to her two to the two main characters, playing some random jet notes, and then they just start playing a melody, and she starts singing, 
and there isn't much to the song. It's got string instruments. It's mainly piano and and a drum. But it's you know very. It turns into very much jazz because that's what they play. But the song continues to ramp up as she continues to sing. The entire song is in English. It's not in Japanese, but it's sung very well. She doesn't, hmm. as far as I'm aware, she doesn't speak English. You know, maybe she does, but you know, you definitely tell she's got the Japanese accent. And right. there's a solo that breaks to enhance the song. It's just something really unique. You don't hear it, especially in anime. And anytime I hear this song, I always think of this version. And now I really want to go back and rewatch this goddamn show. Because the, it was just so much fun. That show was amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, they get more creative liberties with the music. Yes. Uh, too, I imagine. I imagine it's more jazz theme, or at least piano. Yes. Julie Andrews is impressive, because, I mean, if it is the original, she's singing it with, like, no music, if I remember correctly, or very little. Um, well, I could so I don't know. It's hard to hold a candle to Julie Andrews' voice, but uh, they can try. It's probably more exciting with the jazz music, though. Yeah. I guess that's another interesting thing I thought of. One of my questions came back to me. Yeah. The use of English and I guess the derogatory use in a sense of English, where they just add a lot of English lyrics in anime openings. Like, what are, your, what are your thoughts on that? How do you feel about that? This one's all in English, so I'm going to give them credit and just say it's as intended. But how do you feel about them just sprinkling it in? Um, I guess it depends. Uh, now, okay, I'm going to use a very offensive derogatory term. I felt almost bad saying English, but yeah. Go on. One-up me. Well, okay. The Death Note song, I think it was the second opening where it's a really hardcore rock thrash metal God, song. I hate That's an example and of them using... Is it something like, hey, 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 you faggot? You fucking faggot? Like... Is that really what the lyrics I, that's are? That's what I'm not 100% sure on. <laughs> but that's well. what I always thought it was. I, I could be 100% wrong here, and I hope I am. Because it, <laughs> like, that doesn't have any, I mean, created a different time. Uh, it's not that different a time for Death Note, but. Yeah. Well, still. I was thinking. I, my, my different point, time's more forgivable for, like, Billy my, Joel, my, like, 70s. <laughs> my point is, I think it. They, I don't know. I, the whole point of us bringing this up was, it was something uh, kind of like shocking, and um, now I want to look up the fucking. There's nothing though. I mean, I'll talk while you look it up. There's nothing redeemable about that entire song. No, they I, use male I, vocals I, only for the growling. They, well, I mean for the whole song, but they make poor use of them, like most anime songs. It's just, it's bad metal music. Now they're potentially saying stuff that's offensive. The scene behind it is boring, oh, too. Oh, sorry. It's Niger fucker and sucker. But oh. I think the... Well, that's almost as uh, offensive. Well, it's like, ah, I can't say it. Something, 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 fucker. Hey, hey, Niger sucker. Oh, that's where I might have thought where it said... F I think the... I think you went back and listened. You could probably hear them saying what I said. I don't want to repeat the F word again. But 
I think in my head it was one of those like the because of English, it sounds different than what the meaning was. So I apologize. Yeah, I'm not the meaning is good either. But, but um, my point was I think it can have its like I I've seen it used but being like like surprising like oh let's use this swear word because oh it's cool you know let's drop the f word because mm-hmm. oh we, you, does it's that. like what's all what's what's all the words that you learn in different languages like what's the worst words you learn in spanish probably like puta or you know something like mm-hmm. that like you always learn the swear words because that's what the fun thing is um I, to me i guess if it makes sense because obviously there are some words in english also in japanese like they don't have a word in Japanese, so they'll use the English version. So it, mm-hmm. it, that you know has to happen, but um, to me, I guess it makes it more f- nice because it's like, hey, I can actually understand the lyrics and I can get a little more closer with the song versus just hearing it all in English. But I guess if it sounds like completely terrible or just like, hey, you can't even understand them because their accent is so thick. Yeah, so that's kind of how my feeling. It's like, they either sprinkle it in for shock value, in which case I don't like it, or they do it completely in English and it sounds bad because they have an accent. But I also feel like, hey, if you're doing it in English, like, good on you. Like, I just watched a documentary on um, Selena. Mm -hmm. I don't know, are you familiar with her? Nope. Well, you probably heard some of her songs because they're were super popular so she in the well when she was around the early 90s she was a spanish singer who was able to transition over to english now she was born in houston texas so um obviously she learned both languages but she transitioned from you know spanish to english and you would have never even known like her english was really 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 good Obviously, living mm-hmm. in being born in the U.S. Yeah, but you got to live in a place where they use it in Japan. Yes. Well, yeah, exactly. Not so much. But, I mean, I appreciate the fact that if they're making the song for an English audience and they're going to do the song in English, I appreciate the fact they're going to do that. But if they're doing it just to do it and it doesn't really make sense or it just sounds like mm-hmm. trash, no. Can you think of... I can't think of any songs, though, per se, that I thought other than maybe the death metal song which now i'm 100 percent wrong on um <laughs> i feel bad for even bringing it up now but just i hear right here i wouldn't feel bad i mean the the song in general sucks it's their own fault <laughs> but uh like is there any songs that you can think of where it's like oh why did they do that in english or why are they saying these words in english? like i can't think of anything off the top mm. of my head at least I feel like I can't think of them because I instantly wrote them off for our list because I don't like them. Okay. But I feel like they definitely exist. And, I mean, for example, the first opening for Future Diary is catchy, though still rock. <laughs> But then the second one is entirely in English and it just sounds terrible. Um, I think I have to go back and listen to it. 
comprehensible English that you can't even tell it's in English through first listen, probably. Um, to be fair, there's technically Latin in the first opening because they're naming gods. <laughs> but but I digress. Um Yeah, I was just wondering about your opinion. It's, it's not really that egregious. No, I mean usually. like it's not something I've really thought about, to be honest. Like mm-hmm. I kind of did like to me, I feel like, hey, if there's an English portion, it's like, oh, I can actually learn a little bit about the lyrics and not have to go look them up or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, it's like, eh. I guess at the end of the day, it's artistic freedom. Mm-hmm. Or, like I said, it makes sense. I wonder also if, like, dub studios will get more ambitious and just try to remake the song. Because even if you watch a dub show, they keep the song in Japanese because they just don't want to incur the cost of re-recording it. Yeah, like, Beck was a show that they completely dubbed into English. Like, Greg Ayers has a band who did every fucking song for Beck. Oh, Um, that's cool. I think of ones like Angel Beats where it's like I watched it in dubbed originally. Or, I've seen it in sub since and it's like it's just all in Japanese for the singing and it just feels out of place because it's no longer the character you're used to. Yeah, that is about to say like, they never did God knows in English, so Yeah, like I remember the first time I watched it was Paradise Kiss, where the like one of the characters just started singing and it completely went away from the dub and just put the Japanese dub in just for that song. And it was so off-putting. I'm like, what is going on? Yeah, and that happens in pretty much all the shows. I, well, not now, because I only watch, like, airing stuff. But, it's actually kind yeah, of all funny the shows now. Up, it feels weird. Like, I was watching uh, Adult Swim the other week, and they were showing one of the animes, and they had the full intro and everything. And it's like, man, every, like, they keep it. Like, I like that. Like, in the, like, in the past... They would do an English version or whatever. Oh, that's another separate problem. The, like, four kids version of the opening for, like, One Piece and stuff. Oh, my God, dude. There once was a pirate named Gold Roger. Yes. So, I was, uh, last year I was visiting my little brother. And his kid is really into Mm Yu-Gi-Oh. And I was watching Yu-Gi-Oh with him. About that, where they're actually just dead. I have no fucking, there was something about Egypt. It was something about Egypt. Oh, and well, who, the, the running joke in the dub that I'm aware of is when people are sent to the shadow realm, yes. they're really just being sent to, like, hell. Like, oh. they're in a graveyard, they're dead. But in the English version, they made it sound nice by calling it the shadow realm. <laughs> I, I I was, I didn't really pay that close of attention. The only guy mm-hmm. I remember, who's the main bad guy in Yu-Gi-Oh? He's Is like, Kaiba? Yeah, Kaiba! He has a New York accent! He's from Brooklyn. From Brooklyn? That's what he sounds like. His voice actor, he's like super like thick New York accent. I thought that was Joey and not the bad guy. Joey Wheeler sounds like he's from New York. Oh, okay. Maybe I'm getting him mixed up then. Hey, oh. All I know was I was like, what the fuck is going Like, what the hell? Yeah, definitely Joey Wheeler sounds very New York. Or New Jersey. I just remembered. Yeah, I'm like, hey, it's Chris Christie. <laughs> it's Joe um, Pesci. I don't know. Anyway. Brief, brief tangent. Is it your... No, it's my turn? My turn. Yeah. 
Uh, number seven. Nisekoi, step. by Claris, the second opening. I this is Claris. Claris is another group, yeah, where I would just have a lot of their songs on because they're all good. Or at least they're all good for anime standards. I don't really like that type of vocal normally, but they're just a well-harmonized duo. And their group is kind of mysterious, too. I don't know if they've since shown their faces, but for the longest time they were both... Were they like uh, Slipknot one of the... and they just wore masks? Yeah, mm-hmm. oh. they wore like bunny masks. Oh, how cute! Originally, when they started doing anime songs, like for Madoka or Madoka Magica, um, Ooh, they were underage. Really? They were underage, so they couldn't, or something, or their parents didn't want them to reveal their identities. So get and then this. Later, they were in college and they didn't want to do it, so they wore masks. And then now, maybe they do it, but they're kind of like a mysterious girl duo that you makes them. You are sick. mispronouncing the name. It's not Claris. It is Karasu. Or sorry, yeah, Car Karisu. K U R A R I S U. I don't know what that is. The band I'm thinking of is C L A R I S. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what? the Japanese pronunciation in Wikipedia. So there's Karasu. It's a Japanese How pop. How weird. High, uh, Japanese pop music duo who formed in 2009 with singers Clara and Alice from Hokkaido. So it makes sense for the name. Then why isn't it Clara? I don't know. Is this the Japanese who were in junior high school at the time. Mm-hmm. The pair became some singing covers and submitting them to the Nico Nico video show. Oh god, that's a blast of the past. Nico Nico Doja. Was that before your mm-hmm. time too? I think so. Yeah, I remember in like 2007. Uh, so they were sharing it. They were submitting them to Nico Nico. They were signed uh, in 2010, it looks like, uh, by SME Records, which is Sony Music Entertainment, and released their debut single, Irony, in October of 2010. Three more singles were released in 2011 and 2012, followed by their debut album, Birthday. It was rewarded a gold disc, blah, blah, blah. So, yes. Clara's music has been featured in anime such as Oriimo, Puella mm-hmm. Magic Madoka, uh, so Madoka, Nisa Monogatari, Nisa Koi, and Earl Manga Sensei. They've yep. also performed at the Pond, the Budokan Hall, and at anime music events in Japan, such as Annie Max Musics and Annie Low. That sounds like fun. Annie Lowe Summer Live in November 2017. They made their first overseas appearance at Anime Festival Asia in Singapore. Um, the group is best known for... Oh yeah, so here you go. The group is known for its members not showing their faces in public or revealing their identities in order uh, to allow them to focus on their stu- on their studies. The group's members wear masks during live performances for promotional material. The persona is represented by illustrations drawn by various artists. It sounds a lot like gorillas. Yeah, in a lot of ways. 
and I knew about them fairly early on, like as Madoka Magica was coming out, because they covered a vocal songs. Word music. Step on, step to you. Was like their first well, song. Well, they also. Oh, maybe I don't know their first song, but I know they covered songs from Railgun and uh, "Don't Say Lazy" from Kaon. Yay! Which is an ambitious cover. Whoever sings that originally is good. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, cool group, but that's ah. where I'm like, I gotta pick one, and I like uh, Nisekoi's opening. Okay, cool. Well, that was an interesting read. My yeah, next one is Domestic Girlfriend Crying for Rain by Minami. <laughs> This is my newest favorite song. I couldn't find much about Manami, unfortunately. But goddamn, I love this song. When I first heard it, watching Domestic Girlfriend, I was like, holy shit, this song is great. It's fast-paced. It's got a great pace. I love Manami's passion and her words. At some point, she's almost screaming as she sings. And I just feel like you get a lot of, like, passion from her like you could feel her anger or her her frustration in the song and the lyrics are i've actually looked at the lyrics it tells a good little story um hmm. if you want to jam out to this song do it it's always a great song to work out to because it's just fast-paced uh like i said i couldn't find anything much about manami uh all i found was she was born in 1997 and her debut album was in 2017 but wikipedia has like a shit ton of discography for her but I think they're just like huh. singles or something. I, I don't exactly know. This song is also up on uh, Spotify. Interesting. Yeah. Good stuff. All right. The next one's by a band that has perhaps the best name. Larval Stage Planning. <laughs> Hell yes. But it's a three girl group that plays like, like synth pop, I guess. But it's the second... Or the opening for season two of High School DxD. It's called Sympathy. But... They have a good, like, three-person chorus opening, which is fitting for the harem type of show with the three girls singing. And it's just, like, interesting synth pop, I guess, rather than just more boring rock or something. And yeah. they also do uh, the opening for an anime called Celestial Method, which I have not seen. But they did. They they haven't done like hardly any songs. But they've done like high school DxD openings, two of them. But this one's better. And then they've done Celestial Method, which I've not even heard of. Gotcha. A short original video animation, apparently, thirteen ep short episodes. But yeah, so I don't I don't know. The group was formed by veteran singer and then I've sound vocalist Iko 
Shin Mamiya. Oh, her? Oh, man, I love her. <laughs> it also served as their vocal coach <laughs> under the record label owned by Sapporo, the beer. <laughs> <laughs> a Sapporo-based music production group called I've Sound. Uh, yeah, interesting origin, but uh, very good. There's not many bands that try to harmonize three singers, and they do it correctly. Yeah, yeah, I don't Usually that's way too much. That's cool. Uh, yeah. And thank goodness, DXD got on something on the list. I, I feel like I'm the like martyr like champion of DXD. Everyone's talking about its fan service, which is great and all, but I'm like, look There's at so how funny more. it is. <laughs> look at its good opening. Look at its different art studios that are both good. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to die on this hill. The They're going to retire hill? retire me and they're like he was known for one thing high school dxd <laughs> y'all never retire true i'll never retire from anime oh. as long as they keep making dxd <laughs> <laughs> my next one is from flcl ride on a sh ride on shooting star the pillows pillows it's got a fun guitar riff to start off and it's got a good beat it's catchy it's probably one of the earlier songs where i was like hey what is this this is nice um it was actually funny like when they re-announced the new flcl like alternative progressive in season two like mm -hmm. that's what everyone was like oh my god is the pillows back to do more songs like no one gave a shit about the freaking uh no one gave a shit about the anime they were like, oh, the pillows. We want to make sure that... And they came back. It was Neat. great. Uh, we can skip High School of the Dead because we talked about that one. Yep. So my final one on my list is Haiko Sen, the ending of Scum's Wish. <laughs> made it into my top it wasn't just honorable yes <laughs> but all it's just so good it's i don't know it's, it's everything i want from the ending song and also the video is fantastic despite being simple to to your comment uh people should... no sorry i was, I was, I was watching while i was getting some of this stuff i was looking like i watched the video for like the world's mm -hmm. end and i was like wait a minute i thought i was watching the one for that song so sorry, continue. Well, Heiko sends the colorful like kaleidoscope of the characters. They get like crossed out, and then it kaleidoscopes, and it shows. It's like a watercolor basically of all the characters, and they like kaleidoscope into each other, get crossed out, and then they kaleidoscope into a new character. 
but that's very cool because the show is about you know them moving partners or only hooking up with people because it's convenient and then crossing them out of their life and it's it despite being so simple and easy to make it's what more endings should be like like you said i don't need the full animated scene if all they're going to be doing is walking around that doesn't tell me anything like what a cool way to just do like colored splotches and kaleidoscope them together to make a point but the song is is very good okay and i don't i don't know who does it but i'm interested to see if she does other songs uh who does it hi kosen yes it is um by sayori sayori haiko sen i don't know what she does but uh i want more there you go parallel line is apparently what it means Oh. Which is another good analogy for the kaleidoscope. Draw the line down the middle of the two people. Mm-hmm. Or Haiko Sen in Japanese. It was released as the fifth single of her debut studio album. So she does have an album. Alright, neat. I want to look up more. There you go. Alright, I'll run through my last three then. Actually, last four. So, I've got... Um... Paradise Kiss. It's called Do You Wanna by Franz Fernand. 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 Franz Ferdinand. Ferdinand. Like I know who this is. Yeah. This is this is he's popular nowadays. He is popular nowadays. Is he? Mm, this okay, was like not 2006. nowadays. Like last decade. Friends. Because they oh, had that they had that song Take Me Out. Mm-hmm. Well anyway, go on. When did Paradise Kiss come out though? Uh two thousand four, I wanna say. I had to guess 2005 ish okay yeah so they're at least relevant past this anime <laughs> yes so did you find anything about why they did an anime opening this Not was just used it was just used it's it goes back to what the source material is based off of or loosely based around so mm. that's that's why um well, yeah, I just basically said I found this show because of New Type USA. Each month, uh, the big selling point of YouTube, New Type USA is it came with a DVD, which had like three or four episode ones. And it's usually from like Funimation or uh, at the time, um, who did Sentai use? Uh, Genion. Mm-hmm. Like it used to be that. It used to be dubs of stuff. And Paradise Kiss was one of the songs, uh, one of the episodes. And this was the first time that I'd actually had an English song used in an anime. And from a band I'd actually heard of. Because I only known of Take Me Out from, you know, them before. So mm-hmm. I was really shocked at how well this song went together with, this, with the end. It just, it really fit the show. And the mood of the show. Neat. Uh, There's not many good examples of that. Yeah, definitely. Of English songs, anyway. I mean, we already named the other one. Yeah. Just JoJo. And Walk with like an Egyptian for the Egyptian arc 
is a little too on the nose. <laughs> Roundabout's a little better. <laughs> yes. Uh, next one was Flowers of Evil. It's called Akunohana, which is actually the name of the show by Urchin. Like, like you were saying, there were shows that had uh, character songs for every uh, intro or outro. Yeah. This is a song. This is a character song basically smashed into one song, all four of them for each arc of the show. And the characters are singing. And the lyrics are based on what's been happening in the show. And it's just oh, a cool. really interesting, like, unique, different variances of music. And they use weird instruments, and it's just weird. It's unique. It's kind of the whole show. Yes. <laughs> I've yes. heard it. I haven't seen it, but I've heard it from your review. It's weird and unique in general. Yes, all the rotoscoping. Next up is from K-On! Don't Say Lazy by Yoko Hikasa. Really, any of the K-On songs, but that's my favorite, too. Mine, too. The video is also very good. This song is done by the fictional band in K-On called After School Tea Time, but it is sung by the voice actor of Mio, who is Yoko Hikasa. A mm-hmm. lot of the songs in K-On are bubblegum and poppy, and this song is just full of guitars and a, bu- uh, a bit of synth thrown in, uh, and the beat is just awesome. I think it also helps that the name of the song is in English, but I also find that the song catchy and fun to listen to. The lyrics themselves are pretty spot on for being a K-On song. Uh, for example, please don't say lazy. Oh, sorry, please don't say you are lazy because you are actually crazy. Just how capable uh, hawks hide their picks out of sight. I try to use my imagination, but reality is a bitch. I'm midway through, de- through development that's why my voice suddenly, uh, sorry, that's why I suddenly get out of pitch sometimes. Like, A, I was first off to be like, shocked they were swearing in their lyrics, because it's K-On. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, but, it's about being put into something after school other than what they want to do, or their band. It's, I remember looking it up before. It's very much the coming of age uh, You've never seen K-On? No, I've seen K-On. Oh, I'm okay. saying I'm saying I looked it up when I did see it. I know we watched I the looked movie up together. the song lyrics. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's very much like the stress about the pressures of life making her pursue a normal career. Ah, yes, yes. 
Yeah. So, uh, Yoko Hikasa has done a lot of voice acting in the last 10 years. She's extremely active and doing many new sh- uh, many shows. Even today, she's doing Wandering Witch as Sheila. She's also on the new upcoming Cells at Work, Code Black, which airs in 2021 as White Blood Cell. And Zach would know her as Rias Grimmery from High School DxD. DxD next. Neat. Well, she's in all of them. She's the main red hair character. Ah, but, okay. Yeah, Rias is the head of the Grimmery family. Yeah, since I'm some sort of DxD historian, but <laughs> she's basically the main character to the guy's main character. When the ah, main okay. character dies and becomes yes. the devil, she's the one that takes him into her family. Ah, so that, that was my list. My last one was Don't Say Lazy. So yeah, hmm. it's, um, yeah. Very different character than Mia. Yes. Very brash and sexualized rather than shy, <laughs> like uh, <laughs> Mia's character. Um, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, Kaon was another one where it's like, <clears throat> they're kind of all kind of up there. None of them are like top 10, but they're all good for me. And that's also how I feel about, like, Love Live. I love me some idol songs, but they're all just, like, good to me. None of them are like, wow, that made the show. So. Gotcha. Don't say lazy, though. I could be in my top ten. I'm surprised I didn't put that for honorable mentions. But that's fine. You you got to cover it, and I didn't have to do a duplicate. Interesting that our only duplicate was also arguably the most obscure one, where it was, like, an ending song for one episode. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a fairly popular anime, especially since it was on Netflix, but still. Interesting. Yeah. Because it, it, it's different than, like, our top five, where it's like, what anime did you like? Well, the only ones we've seen, and we've seen some of the same ones, you know? So but this one, we had many years to pull from, and we still ended up with one duplicate, which is a testament to that song being pretty good. Definitely. <laughs> so, what I've also found too interesting is, obviously... You've got the main songs. There's plethora of anime-related song stuff. So I listened to a series called... Um, uh, basically, if you're, into, if you're into trance music, it's it's a series of CDs called Exit Trance Presents, and it's called Code Speed Best, and they're volumes of 10 to 12, 15 songs from anime redone into trance versions of themselves. Like, there's a kick-ass version of Don't Say Lazy done in trance. Elfin Wide, Lillian, Original.
Elf and Wide, Lillian, Trance. <laughs> ones because speaking of English, flip side with an R instead of flip side with an L does all like the railgun openings and I know they're in the trans versions because I've stumbled across them. I've gotcha. stumbled upon the franchise of Exit Speed Trance. Yes. But I wasn't aware they were made as like CDs like serialized yeah, from the show. Yeah, so it's, they've got 23 total CDs. They started <laughs> in 2007 and ended in 2015 with volume 23. So, obviously by now, there's a lot of old stuff, as you would say in anime. Um, but I love, like, the volumes 1 through 6. And there's uh, intros on there. I couldn't fucking tell you what they're to, but I love the music. Um, interesting, too, I have, like, a C- I don't know where the fuck I found this or how I stumbled upon it. I have a remix CD of the Sailor Foucault song done in six different versions, remixes. Hmm. There's one where they just chat and it's like low beat, like background BGM music. done in 8-bit um there's one done with some guy like I don't know he just makes noises and stuff it's kind of funny from what is this from i don't, don't know? know where i found it i just found it one year and i've had it on my hard drive since um okay give me the name of it hold on like it's just got crazy remix versions of the fuko sailor uh song it is called that's uh, the Lucky Star opening, right? Yeah, it's literally just called Lucky Star uh, Remix 001. 
It's almost like it's like unreleased. Like, it's a thing. Like, doesn't sound like it's an official thing. Why would they name it that? Zero zero. I I don't. Yeah. It's just maybe they're gonna have more, and they just never did. I don't know. I think it's from like. Well, let me let me just Google real quick. Like, I mean, even Lucky Star is fairly old now. Oh, Two thousand and seven. Yeah, it's old. Um. Yeah, you can find it right on YouTube. Apparently, there's a lot of music related to Lucky Star. Ah, uh, yeah. I typed I, in Lucky Star music, and there's a yeah. Wikipedia of like twenty albums, albums related. Yeah, to it. There, there it is. Jump to Moco Remix, zero zero one. So here. There you go. I see it. So it's Burning Remixes is a remix album of the Sailor Fuku, the single album containing the opening theme of the anime series Lucky Star. The remix song single was released on August 8, 2007 by Atlantis. That's another big uh, Atlantis you'll see a lot. The album mm -hmm. was ranked number three of the week of August 12, 2017, selling... 30,000 units. They sold 30,000 CDs of a remix of an anime opening. And it's six, seven different remixes by seven different people of the same exact song. <laughs> CDs were an interesting time. That's absurd. Yeah. So. <laughs> but yeah, like, it's just, I don't know, like, there's probably all kinds of stuff. Like, there's insert songs, there's... You could, like... Like, you know what I didn't mention, too? The freaking Madoka. Like, as, like... Just the, the... Like, Madoka is something I'll never forget. Just the crescendo bells and the synthes... You know, like, just the... The mm -hmm. background music, like... Uh, just, yeah, everything about that. I don't know. Yeah, some of the opening and endings... Are really good. Uh, the third, the third ending, "I'm Home," was in my like list to be cut down from sixty. But then, yeah, obviously, just we didn't talk about any of the music used throughout shows too. Well, I feel like a lot of it too right? is I, I don't even listen to it. You know what I mean? It's like background hmm. noise, like for the sake of background noise, and it's just there to just be like you know what i mean so you're not just listening to yeah. two people to make a big show of it like yeah. a band in the anime or playing or if it's like a fight scene or something mm -hmm. where the music kind of takes center stage but uh yeah anything else you'd like to discuss before we head off uh any no final notes? I mean, it was... any final notes the final note is don't skip anime openings and endings. <laughs> <laughs> you find me good in, you find me good intros and outros and I'll watch them. The majority of them are just them walking around random things with no backgrounds or a reused walk animation. You uh okay, not and much birds. happens, but yeah. Lots I was going to say the new Higurashi one is good. Which I stand by, but yeah, nothing happens. There's now, lots of birds. Now I'll watch it. All the characters are sitting there. Next episode, I will watch it. It's important for horror shows. It sets the tone. Can't just be thrown in. Man. 
I thought you were better than this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so disappointed. I just thought it was my normie friends skipping the damn Japanese opening. I'm so disillusioned now. Here you are as an anime boomer, and you're still skipping the songs. I, am I the? Yeah, let me know in the show comments. People come comment on this show. I'm gonna find out that I'm like the only one that listens to it. They're gonna be like, "What anime has music?" Yeah. <laughs> I was reading subtitles on mute. Yes. <laughs> Sound is like such an important, I don't want to say sound is an important sense. That sounds very dumb. But it's it's so important to the storytelling sometimes. And I get in this argument about video games too. Not to start a tangent as of our ending, but so many of my friends play games on mute. What? You're missing out on music. What? You're missing out Who plays games on mute? Lots of my friends, they'll mute it and then just play Spotify. And I'm like... God, you're missing out on the experience if it's a single-player game, or if it's a competitive game, you're missing out on the sound cues. Yeah, I'm thinking, like, the only time I would mute, if I was playing, like, Persona, and I'm dungeon-crawling, that makes sense. Right. But, like... Or just play the whole game on mute. What? One of my friends was playing Doom, and he had it muted. And I'm like, Doom is known for its iconic metal soundtrack as you destroy the Metal soundtrack, demons. and don't you need to hear muted. monsters coming from, like, behind you? And Right, yeah. And here you are, you have the game Muted, which has one of the most praised sound designs. And you have it muted playing your indie music. <laughs> what the hell? I gotta listen to Vampire Weekend, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's an argument I'm in all the time. And I, I'm sad you don't watch the openings and endings. Well... I don't know. Maybe maybe I will check out this themes.moe and see what I've been missing. And I'll get back to you. There'll be a lot you. of walking, I guess. But, but yes. goddamn it, you should have experienced it the first time. You can blame you can blame freaking Full Metal Panic. Because I watched the intro and all it is is fucking seagulls flying and walking and shots of like the characters just popping up behind each other and dumb bullshit that makes no difference. What's funny is I'm pretty sure the new Higurashi opening for the main guy character has birds flying around him. I wouldn't doubt it. It's anime. They have all the birds. They should have cicadas instead. <laughs> I'm surprised they don't just have one single cicada. That's actually one of the memes about that show. That's where cicadas intensify come from. Ooh, big complaint, just to get a tangent before we talk about when they cry. Big complaint. Um, when the show starts and he gets out of bed in the first episode, you hear a cicada, yes. but you hear a cicada that's native to us. What? To the West. Go watch it again. I don't know what to tell you. I was watching I it with my friend. Okay, I'm not going like, to be able to distinguish, oh, that's a Japanese cicada. They don't have no, a Japanese should. accent. No, you should be able to because <laughs> you grew up in the Midwest like me. And I grew and up and I live in the South now where cicadas are noisy as fuck down here. Mm-hmm. I so actually noticed them more noise. down here than I did when I lived in the Midwest. Okay, but they have a distinct noise, and it does not sound like the Higurashi Japanese cicada, which sounds more of a high-pitched whine. Ours is more, like, stuttery and not as yes. high-pitched. And that's the sound clip they use in the beginning of Higurashi, the new season. You should and write like, a letter telling them how disappointed this, and angry you are. This, yeah, it's the name of the show, and this cicada literally does not live in Japan. You took you out of the environment. You can't even watch the show anymore. You really did. I threw up <laughs> all over my keyboard. I was in such fucking disdain. <laughs> Were you the only one? to Tell me there was an angry thread on, on Reddit or something. On, I on didn't Twitter. Want to- 
This has to be, it should cause outrage. I fucking slammed the space bar while I was watching it because I was streaming it to my friend Asia. We were watching it together on Discord. And I was like, what the fuck was that? And she's like, what? And I'm like, exactly. you hear that, Makeda? And what? Yeah. And I, so then I brought up the wiki and I'm like, look, there's five kinds in the world and they don't have that one. <laughs> but. Okay, you laugh because it's absurd to know the cicada variety isn't found. But if your show is literally named "When the Cicada Cries," you think you would fucking use the right sound clip. You think they would just have stock cicada sound one that every show and every anime uses? <laughs> well, they used the right one for the rest of the show and all of the first time they made it. That literally only the opening scene uses the wrong one. It's like they just had some rogue soundboard person just. <laughs> Do the wrong cicada noise. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it's a clue. I don't, maybe they're going to pitch that the remake is taking place in the West somehow. I don't know. They're in They're in Baton Rouge. <laughs> Joey shows up. From, <laughs> yeah. And they're just, they're just in Jersey. Hey, I just came from the, the Mets. Yeah. <laughs> the Mets game, they lost. They mean the hot dog yeah, here. There are murders with the, with the baseball bat. It's so, true. That makes sense. The Mets bat. Yes. But hey, it's signed by Derek Cheater. Yeah, you're making light of it, but it was a fucking outrage. I, the I whole just, show I is just, named when the cicadas cry and they use the wrong noise. I just find it that you get so angry that you're like, ah, fuck this! I am outraged. Yeah. No, we paused for like <laughs> ten minutes as I explained the nuances of cicadas to my friend. <laughs> She and was she, not happy. I was gonna say she's like, I don't fucking care. Yeah, basically. Well, I mean, she agreed by the end that if your show is named when the cicadas cry, maybe you should get the right cicada noise. Hey, it's not like they had crickets. True. When they could have had like yeah, it's, it's tree so frogs. Because specifically, their type of cicada is more eerie and high pitched noise, and then I'm like. Wait a minute, this is my Midwest cicada. This isn't in Japan. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's the Chicago variety. I, I almost want to write them a letter. It's <laughs> it's absurd. It's absurd this could slip past. It's it's more absurd because I'm like, okay, are they just going to use the wrong one every time because they don't know? But no, it's literally only like the one two-second clip in the beginning of the show. So it makes me think just someone wasn't clued in doing the opening and they just didn't know what the cicada should Maybe sound like. Maybe you uncovered the curse. A gaijin cicada is the cause yeah, of all this. Yeah, that is the curse of the town. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Show's yeah. over. You've, you've got it. It was far out. more upsetting than it needed to be. It's literally like seven seconds into the show, and I'm just slamming the space bar down. Like, <laughs> what the hell? She's like, what? Nothing happened. I'm like, no, something <laughs> happened. Something unforgivable has already happened in this horror show. Uh... He needs to take the bat to the fucking Western Cicada. <laughs> so I don't have to hear it. <laughs> I just want to see right. you right on, on a mail review. I enjoyed the show, except for the first seven seconds. Uh, yep. That's great. Good rent to end on. It's related to sound, but not, not music. It's related to Foley. It's it's kind of absurd how it happened. I want to... I should Google it and see if other people noticed and if they like... I would love to know if you... I, please, please Google we need the okay. we need we need we need 
we need to know what happened here. Were there outrage in like any Twitter? Wrong cicada noise. The drama. This is great. This is great radio. Uh. No, not that I can see. I think you should put a Twitter thread or a a, a Reddit thread. Yeah, oh, I'm gonna do the thanks. two clips hey. of the two different kinds, and then be like, "Does this sound like this? What the Eastern Cicada to you?" Hmm? <laughs> I'm a cicadaologist with many years of experience. <laughs> they needed to hire me as an expert on the Midwest Cicada. It yeah. stood out to me because one, I remember the eerie noise the weird Japanese ones make. But two, I mean, I've been hearing, we've been hearing them our whole lives. So when I heard the familiar noise, I'm like, that that doesn't make sense. I shouldn't be able to hear the one that lives in my yard <laughs> in, this, in this anime. Do you do you name him? Is his name like Bert? Yeah, the one cicada. Yes. No, I mean, I looked up different cicadas before, I'll have you know. Ah. Because cicadas are such a hallmark of anime. They are. The noise. They're a hallmark and of summer. I'm like, how come they sound different than the ones I'm used to? That doesn't make sense. And then I learned there's five different kinds. And uh, America has two, but Japan only has one. So you should only hear the high-pitched one. Man. Well, there you go. It you heard it here. Line, and we may be the like only a... podcast or anywhere on the internet <laughs> discussing this important topic of cicada foliage. Foley being used in anime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Have you seen the clip of the cicada and uh, Arkawa under the bridge? No. I will show it to you after we're done recording. Thank you very much, everybody, for listening. We would love to hear what your songs, favorite songs are from anime, or even just some J music we should listen to. J-pop, J-rock, J-rap, J-bass, J-doo-wop. <laughs> yes. J-big band. Everything. What do you like to listen to? Yes. Everybody, thank you very much again. Take care. See you soon. Where are we? We'll be talking about the new fall anime season. Probably only Higurashi and their cicadas. Yes, we're going to rehash the whole subject again. (laughs) I'm going to. I'm going to have an update on my Reddit thread by then. Hell yes. All right. There you go. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Take care. This has been the Bonsai Beat Podcast. If you have any feedback, head over to bonsaibeat.com and leave a comment on the show notes for this episode. While you're there, you can also find our review index, which has a list of all the anime that we've reviewed on the Bonsai Beat Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to add us to your favorite podcatcher. You can find links to do that on our website. Otherwise, we're also on iTunes and Stitcher Radio if that's easier for you. Once again, this is the Bonsai Beat Podcast. Thank you for listening. And if you have any other questions or comments, you can send them to bonsaibeat at gmail.com.